Welcome back to Who the Fuck Are These Guys? How are you, Mako Shark? Well, I'm well, thank you, Matthew. Very well. I'm excited. We do, How mate. How are you feeling? I'm enjoying uh, one of Australia's greatest, if not the greatest, beverage. Won't go into it. You've got yourself a, uh, thing, I'm, I'm, a, Vic, it's a drink west. Bitter. <laughs> a drink west. Lovely, lovely the drink. Drop. Drink bitter, Mako Shark, on a, on a, on a, a beautiful uh, Wednesday evening. It, uh, I'm not getting used to this weather, Mako. I think the world's ending, and I think we're going to get – it's like George Costanza, when George Costanza finally makes it, and then he thinks he's going to get ill and die. I think oh, this yeah. world's God's finished, gonna as, just as this podcast is going to take – we're Australia's greatest, Mako Shark, but we're going to take over the world. And as world domination, I reckon this is going to be a Costanza moment for the ages, this. It's not stopping raining, bro. Doesn't start raining. I was going to say it's not lovely weather at all. It's dog shit down here in Melbourne. We're like two weeks, two and a half weeks from summer, and we are sitting here, fucking rugged up. We got bloody, we got rugged fucking up. onesies on. We got little booties on. We got mittens. We got fucking the heater cranked. It's dog shit here. I in wore Melbourne, the Peaky you know Blinders hat to work today. That's a that's a risque move. If anyone's ever done one, that's big actually at a new workplace to run that. They might be like, oh, hang on, this cunt's a, a Peaky Blinders type of fella. I don't mind. Oh, I a bit of confidence. Nah, it's a you pretty, yeah, it's what, a pretty open, open and honest uh, affair, re-clothing Mako Shark. You can uh, basically get away with anything. And if you're not seeing clients, um, the worse, the more encouraged from what I've gathered. So, yeah, I peaky blinded up and looked after my bald Any head feedback? it's too cold. Any feedback? Uh, like Any yeah, no, hey, like nice it. hat, son? Any of that sort of stuff? Yeah, they liked it, Mako Shark. I am... Um, I actually wore the Canadian tuxedo yesterday. I, I did that on purpose oh, to boy. see if I could get a rise. They blue popped. or black? Blue? No, double double blue. Double blue denim's humongous. I've never, yeah, ever, 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 ever even dared to try it. Did it? I was just like, I'm in this tech hub. All these sort yeah. of, you know, these go-getters, these Silicon Valley types. You know, I just I thought I'd just throw out there a bit of a, a statement, Mako Shark. Like, yeah, no, I'm with this you. podcast is doing every week, week on week, and we, we couldn't be doing it without the great support of our, our uh, great friends there. We call them great friends now. It started out as a, a business deal, but now, you know, it's a friendship now. Great friends there at Palmer Bet Mako Shark. We've, um, I mean, we've, we've driven a bit of business with the Mako Multis, and uh, we haven't collected too often. But look, oh, no, no, we're going to no, punt no. in this country, money, punt with them, and do it responsibly, Mako. What have you got for us this 100%. week? Who have we got? Tell me a little oh, bit mate. about it. You there with the double denim. That's big dick energy for mine. And this week, we are bringing you big pod energy here tonight. This is big pod energy here with the lads tonight because we have one of the great friends of the podcast, one of mm. Australia's great MMA athletes, UFC yeah. star, Josh Kuya Kulabau. And he's on, again, making his uh, triumphant return to the pod. And this is one hell of a fucking interview, mate. This is probably – I'm going to go on a limb here. And so this is the best we've ever done. This is uh, this is entertainment <laughs> coming at you for thirty six or seven straight minutes. <laughs> well, mate, yeah, we'll get into it. You're going to hear it, listeners. You're going to hear it. But uh, yeah, a few mm. things went off the rails. I've ended up sculling a warm drink west, and uh, I didn't pour quite well, Matthew. I didn't pour quite well. There's a lot of head on this beer. I struggled towards the end. I nearly vomited on foam. Yes. And I just want to—I want to redo, and we're going to get yep. a redo this week at Hex, and we're going to get into that, mate. But there's going to be a redo. This is going to be filmed. It's going to go viral. There's going to be big, big things ahead at Hex this Friday night. But mate, should we get into it? Should we just get this to the listeners because they're ready, I reckon. Get us in. Take us in. 
Yep. All right. Take us in. Here we go. Everybody at home, just strap in here. Strap in for 30 plus of the best. This is what this pod does. You're not getting this content anywhere else in the world but here on Who the Fuck It Is, guys. Here he comes. Our man, Josh Kuyaku. Fuckers, how you doing? We are back again with another big episode. We've got a long-time friend of the pod. He is coming back for a triumphant return to the show. It's Josh Kuyakulabau, and we are very excited, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thank you again for having me on. I'm, a, yeah, like you said, a big fan of this uh, podcast. Mate, you think uh, 55 episodes in, the Mako Shark had get his uh, his intro in one take, but you've thrown him you've thrown him off as he was in. Nah, you threw me off there. there. It was a, it's a take too, but uh, <laughs> now we're thrilled, mate, to have you back on. We uh, we thoroughly, from a sort of a personal point of view, we thoroughly had you on, and, our, and our, all the feedback was fantastic, mate. So it's been in our pipeline, and what a time to have you on, especially with the exciting uh, fight announcement for the Perth pay per view of the UFC. If, um, People have been living under a rock, mate. Do you want to just maybe give them a little bit of a update on your opponent and who you're fighting and what you're going to do to them? Yep. So I'm uh, fighting February 12th uh, in Perth, Western Australia. Uh, still Australia. Um, uh, I'll be fighting uh, Melsic Bag Bagdasarian. I think I pronounced that right. Fuck, that was good, um, man. I was going to say, dude, how do you pronounce this one? Oh, I need We've been practicing it. That's why I threw <laughs> you to get you to do it. I'm not going to fumble the ball here. Yeah, bag bag the Sarian, kickboxing world champion. So, yeah, excited. He's a tough son of a bitch, isn't he? I've been watching a few highlights of him. Dangerous man, man. You don't fuck around. You don't. uh, You're not here to fuck spiders, as they say. You don't give a shit who you fight. This guy, he's dangerous. He's been out for a little while, but mate, yeah, you got your work cut out for you for sure. Nah, nah, I I I enjoy that stuff. That it excites me. You know what I mean? That uh that uh, the challenge always excites me. I don't want to go out there and fight a guy that I know that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to smash. Um, I want a guy that's going to come and, you know, bring, like I said before, I, I want a guy that's going to come in and, and bring a fight to, to me. You know, I feel like I, I perform the best when, when guys really want to take my head off. It kind of, I don't know, I feel like it just switches something in me that makes me perform so much better when I know the guy's going to actually come and try and hurt me. It bodes well, too, because I did see uh, somewhere in the last week or two you uh, a quote. I'm not it, Look, we don't know. It could be one of these uh, these sort of sponsored sort of spam things. But I did, if, correct me if I'm wrong, see a quote that you're, uh, you're not coming to uh, Perth just to make up the numbers. You're coming to Perth to, uh, to basically steal the show. So if you've got a man on the other end that wants to dance, that's probably the perfect partner to go out and put on a show and steal it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not a. I'm not just a, an Aussie guy that's fighting on his home, home home soil. You know, I want to shine the brightest out of all the Aussies and, you know, make a statement. And uh, you know, when they look back at the card, they're gonna be like, "All oh, right, who had that? Who had the most wow moment? The most shocked face moment? Uh, it's gonna be Josh Kuykulbel." So, that's what I want to do. I want to bring not only you know, obviously, go home with a win, but I want to make it as exciting as possible. 
Awesome. I like that. He's a kickboxer, as you said, as well. So it's probably going to be an exciting stand-up affair. Just let me bang, bro. I know that's what you say. Just <laughs> let me bang, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited, man. He's a, Yeah, he's, he's very handy on the feet. You know, he's a, he's a kickboxing world champ. But uh, unfortunately for him, it's not kickboxing we're doing. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, exactly. it's, a, it's a different type of striking. And this might be a silly question, and apologies if it is, but when you're fighting a guy that's got a, a well-known background, be it kickboxing or even on the flip side if it's a wrestler, surely you still prepare for something else that they might throw at you because it can be a bit of a trap just getting caught in to knowing what their style is and I guess not fully being prepared for everything and they might have sort of come on and he's been away for a little bit, maybe he's been working on something else. So you've always got to be prepared, I, I guess. Is that the case? In case he doesn't want to stand up and bang, you might want to just do something completely to throw your brain out. So I'm just interested to know if that's what goes on. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, we, we, like I said, it's not kickboxing, it's uh, mixed martial arts and I prepare Correct. for everything, you know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't neglect anything and I'm, I, you know, I, I treat every single opponent of mine like you know the next hulk you know that can punch through walls and you know shoot lightning from his asshole so <laughs> you know what i mean like let's hope like, he doesn't do that <laughs> no nah, it's not allowed in yeah. perth mate not allowed in perth no lightning assholes right. <laughs> oh boy. Nah, i tell you what though like what are we we're as we speak tonight about 14 weeks out so when this comes out about 13 odd weeks out so Tell us how it's going. Camp, you're going to be doing like a full-blown sort of 12-week camp. I'm sure you've already been training your ass off already, but like yeah. what's camp going to be like? What's the next 13 weeks going to be like? For yeah, you? man, it's going to be nothing but hard work, and I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to really pushing myself. I, like I said to you, I like guys that are going to push me, challenge me, make me excited to train, make me excited to to to, to level up because if I don't, means my head's usually going to be knocked off, you know? So mm. um, it's it's exciting. It, that fight excites me. And it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fight that I, uh, I'm i excited to train for um, and really level up this this this, uh, this camp. And with, uh, I mean, with the excitement of such a big, big event, you know, it hasn't been back in Australia since pre-COVID. And I just know that the energy and stuff, I think this is going to be a, an event for the ages. How do you, um, I guess, harness that with, with your camp going into something where you're so excited on a daily basis? I mean, you're probably wanting to go in there every day and just absolutely smash it. How do you sort of take take yourself away from the excitement and just get in there and focus and, and make sure your body's healthy and everything's right to be peaking at the right time? Is that sometimes difficult when you're so excited for something and it's still sort of that 13, 14 weeks away? Um. It, it, man, it's uh, it's it's tough because obviously I want to push my body to the to the limit, and obviously I don't want to do it too soon. I don't want to peak too soon. Um, mm. That's what that's my uh, that's my coach's job. You know, he does that. Yeah. He does it really well. He knows when to like take it easy, and you know, it's this far out. You don't need to be doing this much training. You don't need to be pushing yourself this hard this too soon. So he's a uh, eagle. My head coach is he's very very switched on. So he he, he, he won't has to be with you. He went, yeah. You said you yeah. said last time when you had COVID, you were in there trying to do two hours or something the next day, or you were trying to do something. I remember you said yeah. then you sort of panicked. Yeah. You're like, shit, I might just need to chill. So he's probably well versed with managing you. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a uh, he's like a, a father figure. You know, he's he's yeah. he's his word is gospel. <laughs> That's good. Smart. That's good. Very smart. Look, it's Perth fever here on this podcast. Week after week, we're talking about it. We're having all the boys on. We've had Firejack on. We've had. 
Jackie Deller on last week, who hasn't yet nice. been announced, but we're hoping he will be. We're hearing that Jimmy Cruz going to be on there. Pedro, all the boys are on there. So how excited are you to be a part of that? And just it's almost like a footy trip. I reckon everyone just heading on, just descending on Perth, and it's just going to be uh, once the job's done, party time. I reckon. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be dangerous. Us, us, all of us Aussies being out together after having such a hard camp and letting loose that weekend. Uh, man, no, no, no schooner is safe. In, in Perth. <laughs> but um, yeah, super excited to be on with all the boys, you know, and have be on an Australian card and, and fight in front of my friends and family again. It's amazing. Uh, I just, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped, super excited. And I just, I, I want the, I want to fight now. I want it to, I want it to be February already. That's you the know? issue. So. I know. Have you mate, got you a burner phone set there. up, mate, for all the, um, all the yeah. people that have might be coming out from under a rock when you've had the fight announced? You know, people you might have just, got a coffee off one day and they're asking you for free tickets you just sort of got oh, a divert uh, phone or yeah, there's been a few that just pop up yeah they have been man and i kind <laughs> yeah. of feel bad like i sort of like yeah. give them the cold shoulder but like man yeah. like they came out of nowhere and all of a sudden yeah. now they're yeah. coming and they, and they know me like Fuck off. I, feel, yeah. I feel bad at the same time but then also i think like you've never asked or talk to me before you've never yeah. like genuinely cared until now that the UFC is coming to Australia. You want to ask for wh- where you could get tickets from, or if you got a discount code, or no. uh, people have no shame. Able- shit, do they? No shame at uh, all. It's a disgrace. Just yeah. I just wanted to quickly say, you gonna, is there a chance? Because I know you said you. I think it was just correct me from from memory. Your dad was at, that doesn't miss many of your fights, and you've never been able to get your mum to a fight. Being such a big thing in Perth, can we get her on a plane and get her up there? In the vicinity, or she is that going to be a hard sell? Nah, nah. I yeah. think I think it's not going to happen. Man. Okay. I've, uh, I've tried for a long, long time. I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Regardless of even if the even if the UFC was to be in Sydney, I don't I don't yeah. think we could get it. Okay. I think I think she's gonna <laughs> she would have a heart attack in the stand. So uh, yeah, I want to see a beautiful boy she, get punched in the face. <laughs> or she or she jumped the fence and tried to fight my opponent. So either either way. <laughs> Like, yeah, you don't need her seeing a man with uh, lightning coming at his ass either in the first event. So, <laughs> bro, you mentioned schooners not being safe over there, man. Like, I know you fancy yourself a little bit as a bit of a sculler of the beers. I too fancy yep. myself a little bit. So, we're going to be there in Perth. So, I'm laying the challenge down to you right now, me versus you in Perth. I don't know what the oh. fucking prize is going to be, but we're, we're, we're what, it's a skull off. It's okay. A skull off. Okay. Bra- is bragging yeah. rights then? No, no real prize. Bragging I think it's rights. just bragging okay. rights. That's all you need. Okay. That's worth I, I, more like, than I like that. I like that. At least yeah. someone has some balls to actually say, Josh, let's, let's let's have a skull off. The rest of it. I will. Man. I will warn you, mate. Like he doesn't drink beer, but I look, and I've been in a lot of football clubs with a lot of tomfoolery going on, and this man stacks up. He's a he's a freak. Yeah. He's got some sort of weird thing. I'll just warn you. So you might want to put a fourteen week camp. Put a separate <laughs> camp in for that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after that one scooter, I'm going to be pissed. So I'll, I'll be able to. Say, hey, but the last person that told me that they could scale really well was Jimmy Crew, and I followed him too. So yeah, that no, was the last person no that told me that he could scale. Well, he took the juke out. He took the juke out. Got, nah, got me and Zuki Canberra. I think it was a dead heat. I think it was a dead oh, heat. Yeah. 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 He's a big man. Wait, when you guys when you guys scull off, do you, you do the full schooner and then put it on top of the head, or do you just do the full schooner? I normally go table, but if we want to go head, I'm happy with head. Nah, not table. What? Because if if there's if you're you're trying to rush to scull it right, and you leave like you leave like yeah, a quarter okay. of it, 
you're, you're gonna you're gonna like pour it over your head and obviously when you see beer pouring down so obviously you didn't finish your drink and you're just rushing <laughs> look stuff, i've never so. i've never not finished so i don't understand that at all it's not familiar to me <laughs> <laughs> it won't wait bro <laughs> no nah, nah, all right enough of this shit enough of this shit mate let's get back to the serious stuff for a second look mate we had you on early this year i think it was february so it was before you even had a fight booked your plan was to fight three times this year which didn't quite happen so how frustrating has that been to, for you you've had one great fight i think injuries have gotten away and all sorts of stuff yeah, so like, how's it been uh... man How's it been? It's it's super annoying, man. It's super annoying. But um, look, I take it as it comes. I'm super grateful. Like it's it's one thing to to just want what like like think what you want and you know just be greedy and you know whatever you say you're gonna get. Like it's it's one of those things. But yeah, I'm very grateful to be in the position that I am in now. You know, I put on a really really good performance against uh, Choi in my last fight. You know, I got re-signed. I um yeah everything's like working out and i'm very grateful for everything you know what i mean like even though i didn't get what i wanted i it, it still gives me that sort of step back to be able to be grateful for even being in the position that i'm in so i mean yeah like it sucks that i didn't get the three fights but still very in a very good headspace and very grateful to be where i am and i mean you you're going to be fighting in february 2023 so another big performance and then your whole year set up from there. So it's just, yeah, this year, I guess, didn't go to plan. But what, what better way to, uh, to kick off a, a new season and a new year is a huge result in Perth. And then, you know, you can set yourself up for two or three more fights in, in that year and really, you know, achieve what you've wanted to do this year. And just it'd only be sort of 12 months later. So it's not as big a deal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Take it, take it as it comes, you know what I mean? That's right. That's all, that's all you can do, one, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. That fight against Choi, man, I think it was, uh, I don't know how you feel, but I reckon it was almost your, like, your coming out party to the world, just showing everyone exactly what you're capable of. I think you were the, the featured prelim there on a pay-per-view on ESPN, so yeah. I reckon a lot of eyeballs yeah. would have been watching that, probably sometimes more than the pay-per-view itself, I reckon. But, yeah, mate, you put on a hell of a performance. It was, for my money, it was going to be fight of the night until these bastards in the main event <laughs> went and put on a clinic, put on a classic, and just robbed you of 50K there. But, yeah. mate... How good was that performance? How good did you feel after it? And you just, I reckon, yeah, you got the new contract after it. It's all just rewards, yeah. I reckon, for the effort. Yeah, yeah. I, I was super pumped, yeah. I mean, I was over the moon and, you know, very, very happy with the performance. I sort of uh, just went out there and just um, and just let loose. Like, it was my last fight of my contract. I didn't know if I was going to get re-signed. And I just wanted to go out there and, you know, win or lose, like, go out there and really show me you know what i mean go out there and mm-hmm. fight my ass off and you know if i get knocked out or if i lose so be it. at least i you know i had the balls to step up and and try try my best and fight the the top of the top guys you know so yeah it was um it was evident from watching at the time and mako's done you know going back and watched it again and obviously talked to me about it off here about your speed and your speed going and looking at it you did look like a lot quicker than your opponent. And I always panic for the opponent, not in this case because I was cheering you on, but it's it's sometimes a bit frightening when you see two men fight, one man that's got a real advantage with the striking and the speed. Is that something that you'd worked on or just it just sort of has, has just developed with time and all your training? Because it was it was clearly evident in that fight you had him for, for striking and for speed, which is obviously two great things to have yeah. on your opponent. 
Um, no, I, I, I didn't. I, to be honest, I didn't think that he was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, picture that I was going to be faster than him. I just thought, you know, I, 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 I trained and drilled the right positions to be in the right positions to throw the right strikes. Um, and yeah, it just, it just so happened to be that when I was switched on, you know, I was lighting him up a lot quicker than he was able to to see what was coming. So, you know, it's a shame I didn't get to. to it was a shame I didn't get to finish him. Um, but man, that dude is is he's a sleeper, man. I feel like a lot of people are gonna be sleeping on him, and he's he's gonna smash a lot of people. So, um, yeah. Uh, is yeah, there sometimes with speed? Is it sometimes timing as well that can actually make speed? Because yeah. you, you know, if you're timing your strike so well to the naked eye and to the uninformed that haven't been fighters, does that sometimes also look like it, it can be quicker as well because you're nailing? At will is that also a factor when you've got your timing really switched on? One hundred percent, Maddie, mate. You you must be a fight analysis or something, mate. You hit that one spot on. Well, one hundred percent. That yeah, that one hundred percent. That uh, the timing, timing definitely, timing definitely helps with with the speed. You just know what they're going to throw, and you've just timed it perfectly, so it looks like it was like instant, like it's like something they threw that you've obviously trained for, and it just happened so naturally, so quick, and you just realize. I just punched a dude. Yeah, you didn't even realize you punched a dude. It's weird. Like when you smack a guy you, and you get him good, you you don't feel like you hit him. So it's weird. It's a weird feeling to to, to smack a guy and you feel like oh, I feel like I didn't even hit you. And yeah, this dude's like fumbling all over the mat. So it's, it's yeah, it's strange. <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, I've never been in a fight, so I can't explain that. But I used to play cricket. It's almost like when you just nail a shot in <laughs> cricket off say, the cricket, middle of the bat. I've only hit one six in about twenty years of cricket. But my God, when I hit that six, I didn't feel it. It's just perfect timing. So it's very similar, I reckon. <laughs> very, very similar. Very similar. Something very. unpredictable. You just don't know where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, but talk about choice. Shout out to him. Like, I actually don't know how you didn't get that finish. I think in the first round when you had him in all sorts of trouble. But dude's like he's not. The, obviously, they got the Korean zombie, but this dude's a zombie as well, man. He would not go away. Mate, he is. He, man, I just don't know what what kept him going. I'll be honest with you. Like, I hit him, and I was like, just go it's away, please, yeah. ref. Just jump in, and then this dude just came back. <laughs> With a vengeance, man. Like the more I hit him, the more he got angry, and the more he wanted to hurt me back. And I was like, "Come on, dude!" Like, that's is enough. It, is man. it sometimes hard to stay in it? And when you when you know you're putting an absolute beating on a guy, and he should be, you know, the ref either should be coming in or he shouldn't be able to continually walk forward. Is that sometimes a bit of a throw off and hard to sort of keep? Yeah, fuck. What's this guy doing? Almost, or is it just? It's all going so quick. It's just happening, and you, you're just oh, really, it. man. Like, yeah. I'm just going. Fuck you. Want to keep coming? I'm gonna give you more. You want more? I'll give you more. You know, I'll want, give you more. Keep going. Yeah, that's it, bro. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just there. You want to keep going? It's on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to? You sense. want? You want, you want more brain damage? I'm just gonna keep going. Like, <laughs> that's that's my sure, that's yeah. my mentality exactly. Like, you, you're there to fight. If you if you, at any stage you can say, "All right, ref, that's enough." But you want to keep going? Then let's keep going. Mm-hmm. It was a hell of a performance. And then we get to the end of the fight where clearly, mate, clearly you were the victor and your hand should have been raised. I know you've spoken about it a little bit on other outlets, but when that fuck, when Bruce Buffer says split decision, my asshole nearly fell out. I was like, <laughs> they're not. Lightning. They are lightning. not a lot of asshole chat man. on this pod tonight. Yeah, Heads of asshole. Lightning. It wasn't lightning. It was just falling straight out. But I thought there's no fucking way they're going to rob our man Josh about live on television. They can't. So what did you think, mate? What were you thinking? Oh, man. I, 
to be honest, when I, when I first heard them announce it, I, I sort of didn't didn't like click on. It you didn't, that, I didn't, it didn't no, I was like, wait, when like they know. started announcing numbers, and as soon as they started announcing numbers, I was like, what are they? What what? Like <laughs> they started going like 29, 28, 29, You know, Fuck when they start doing that, you know that like something's like what is going on? And I was just like, surely, surely, and, but. I knew deep down. I knew I got that. Like, I don't know how it was a split, but I knew I had that. Yeah. Well, we're going to track down. I can't remember the judge's name, the one that fucked you, but I want to get him on the pod and just grill him. Is he not Chris Lee or something? Is it? It's some other. No, no, no. It's uh, Anthony. Anthony Dimitriou. Dimitriou. Yes. Fuck, mate. You know him personally. All right, give him uh, our contact. I want him on the pod. (laughs) These judges, mate. There's no accountability. And did he apologize? He did. He just left me on red. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, nah, left steamed. me on red. I'm steamed. That's yeah. even worse. I, just, I'm sure I, just I literally like just that. messaged him. I, I literally just messaged him. I said, uh, That's good by um, you. I go, Oh, like, what, 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 besides re- the last round, what round would you give him? Like, the, yes. obviously, those two rounds that I've knocked him down and hurt him. Mm-hmm. Other than, other than the last round where he had my back, like, what round would you give him in out of those two? So he left you on red. That's insulting. He left me on red. All right, we're gonna track him down. I'm gonna fucking. That's <laughs> what. There's, there's no accountability with judges. That's the thing that shits me. Like they get to do all these ridiculous things, and then they just ride off into the sunset, and they don't have to explain themselves. Well, there should be a panel where you got to explain it. I reckon. Man. And the issue I, I is too that people. Some people go, oh, they should be ex-fighters, but most of the guys that come out or have fought too long or have been in the in a sport where they could be um, deemed a judge might have had their head rocked a little bit as well. So there's no guarantee that the fighters will give you a, a better decision. So it's just, it's, it's fucking, I don't know. Like Lottery. it's probably sort of, you know, it's a, it's just, yeah, there's probably nothing you can do about it. And we've probably all just got to hope that our men and our friends of the pod get the rub and don't ever someone, get screwed over with it. Someone someone mentioned something that I do think is is actually very smart. Is open scoring. Yeah, man. So yeah, like yeah. after after every round, after every round, they're gonna say like, "All right, you won that round this this by this much points," you know, and then you're like, "Okay, yeah. well now I know I'm this much." It it will change how people view the sport, but then also the judges that score it, they know they already see how they how do you score that? Like, let's say if, if two judges gave it to one dude for obviously rattling him and hurting the other dude mm-hmm. and then on the on the third judge gives it to the other dude everyone's going to be like you know straight away yeah, in real time a bit of accountability in real time it's not like it's not like oh the the the, the, the decision's been announced already and the dude's like okay what's well, done now yeah exactly it's right there and then no, you true. see it so yeah <clears throat> and what about for you personally like would it make a difference to you like if you had known in that fight that one of the judges was giving it to the fucking giving it to Choi. Would it have affected your the way you fought the third round? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I yeah. I, I sort of knew that I, that I, I had it in the bag, and I was, I was sort of like playing. You know, I was playing in there and just having fun, where I should have just been going ape shit anyway, like I did the first two rounds. Sort of thought yeah. I'd just coast, but obviously, if I knew that I, I I had lost that round to that dude, to that judge, I would have gone fucking ham and just like went after him. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm not trying to, but like obviously I'm like, all right, I'm up two rounds, solid, and I just want to coast. So I was like, 
I want to have fun out there and just play around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, without the pressure, you know what I mean? So I thought it was in the bag and I just wanted to move around with this guy and have some fun with him. But, yeah. Dimitri, you, mate. Fuck me. Well, hopefully we don't get him again. And if he's if he's listening, which I'm sure he is, Australia's hottest pod, un, uh, read your messages, mate. Have the decency to reply to our man. Yeah. Oh, well. And you're not so anyway, the positive coming out of it was though, as we've said, that you got the uh, you got the new contract, and obviously that that's peace of mind for yourself allows you to, to I guess, with the non-fighting and a few little things that helps you not stress and probably get back in. And, and obviously now we've got the big opportunity in February. So yeah, all things aside, there was positives that came out of that fight. Obviously, so we yeah. we loved it, and I'm sure you did too. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And there was another thing that that pricked uh, the Mako Sharks ears that he'll uh, and eyes that he'll ask you about now around another sponsorship or potential Mako. Well, yeah, we could talk about UFC contracts all day, mate, until we're blue in the face. But there's one thing out there, one carrot dangling that you have not been able to get your hands on yet, and that's a KFC sponsorship, mate. What is going on? <laughs> Where are they? They're, they're dropping uh... the ball here, mate. There's no one in this country that's going to be a better ambassador for their brand than yourself. I think they're sleeping on you. Oh man, I've uh, I've tried, man. I've honestly tried. I I I wear my tracksuit to the UFC media day. I, you know, I always talk about my KFC. They finally responded to me, and all they all they gave me was all they gave me was a uh, another outfit to wear for my next media day. So nice. I'm like, well, nice. If you want me to wear nice. your shit? You know, give me yeah. some chicken or give me something. You know, it's gonna for the boy. Exactly. Exactly. Give me like a card, but I think it would. I think it's better off that we don't, because I'd be fighting you know, Miss White. At, yeah, fight, yeah, fighting welterweight. I'd be fighting. I'd be fighting. Yeah, Jack Della. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be looking to break your nose. But I saw that they uh, they follow you on Instagram, so that's that's pretty prestigious. The only fighter yeah. they follow, I think. That's pretty cool. Really? Oh, well, well, I'll claim looked, that then. It looked like I'll, you were the only bloke, so I reckon you. Yeah. I'll, I'll claim that. Yeah, yeah, and I've got one more question, mate. I know we always we like to uh, blow smoke up our guests' ass a little bit, but when it comes to KFC, mate, I want you to be on the pod right now and explain to me, right? Is this true? You prefer original Philip Burgers to the Zinger? You can't go wrong with original. This is the thing. All right, yes, Zinger is is great. Don't get don't get me wrong. All right, Come but on. original piece. <laughs> With anything, all right, you can have original piece with bread. You can have original piece with pasta. You can have original piece with rice. You know, Zinger is very specific taste to. Mm. Do to you suffer, feel you know I mean? that the like the original fillet burger, the pieces are very small. They're always very small. They're always very disappointing, and the zingers are always bigger and they've got more. They're just bigger, I reckon. They're a bit more fulfilling. That's how I've. That's my experience, and I just get these original fillets. They're always small and shit looking. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know. I just don't think they're any good, but uh, it's like I don't know. Maybe you're basing it off one KFC place that you've nah, been to. Nah, about six. About six. All right, he's he's had a fair crack at it, mate. I, I've had a I crack. can tell you, he's, he's had a crack. He's had a crack. <laughs> it's like going to one KFC and then they have one set of sh- bad shit chips that are not salted, that are soggy, and then you say we talked the about that last that, week. <laughs> then you say that the, 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 the chips are shit. Like, oh, I'd rather Macca's chips than KFC chips. Like, yeah. come on. We man. had an actual segment last week about how shit is it when KFC give you chips with no salt? Like, is it the most – it's worse than a split decision. I, I don't, <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> I do another January too, just to get them to sell. Yeah, to. Go. Yeah, be like, come on, mate. But it's always a then risk they, to ask for extra. Then salt, they spot salt you. We were saying yeah, they, they, they do a spot salt. salt. Yeah, they go, oh, you want extra salt to you, mate? All right, I'll fucking show you. And they chuck like <laughs> nine kilos, and you can't even eat them. It's too much of it. It's it's, it's a gamble. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, you guys must have like guys that hate themselves that are working at KFC. They must hate themselves. There's <laughs> a few of them. Let's be honest. Well, we're covering all the uh, the hot topics on, as I said, Australia's hottest part. I'm sure he's just rap. He's coming on talking about all sorts of things. Look, we, we, we'd be uh, remiss not to actually ask you on uh, on the potential rumored fight of the Volk and uh, and Makachev. That being the main event, would be something else. How would you see that fight going? Ooh. Without putting you on the spot, because yeah. I know you've got yeah. a, a, no, no, a lot. No, 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 no. I, I, I know deep down wholeheartedly that I, I feel everyone is going to count out bulk. Everyone's counting out bulk. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I've seen personally what he, he's able to do, like, and against guys that are bigger than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- I think they're going to be surprised. Like, they're going to, they're going to take, be able to take him down, but it's going to be a, a real struggle for them to keep him down. And Volk, he can go. He he's a mm. goer. He's he's got an oh, engine. Yeah. He can go for day. He's he can go for days. And uh, yeah, he's just he 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 uses his cardio as a weapon. And I think uh, Markachev will, will get Volk down, but I don't think he's going to hold him down to be <laughs> able to have a rest. I think Volk is going to constantly get up, gas out Markachev, and then. I think he finishes Could him, you, to be honest. Be so Could good. you imagine it? Could you just imagine the scenes if that was to eventuate? I tell you, right. I think the arena would melt, just burn right. down the green. Right, just right. riot. There'll be a straight riot. Double champ. <laughs> I, First Australian double champ. Oh, it'd be and against too much. One of, against, against the next second coming of Khabib. Yeah, Khabib. I mean. I, I, I don't think the fight's going to happen due to Dana not wanting yeah. him to win. I, I think that, like you said, the second coming of Khabib, I don't think really in reality they want the Volk to win that fight because that well, the, they've got the Volk doing something so well in his division. They've got this guy that they want to set up and get a but, run with. But, it, but, mm. the, but then who, who's Volk fighting in his division? Yeah, well, that's who, it. There's no who, one. Who's there that, who's there that excites? Who, who's no. there that's really earned the spot? You know what I mean? No one, really. So it's, yeah. yeah, no, it stinks. One forty-five needs to pull its finger out. You got Yair Rodriguez like getting on Twitter, just assuming that he deserves a title shot, mate. Have you actually, look at your record. You've had one he, decent yeah. win in the last four years, like, and that win was an injury. Up. And that win yeah, was the win injury. was an injury against Ortega. Like Holloway smacked you. I don't even want to talk about it. And you got Emmett, who probably should have lost to Kata. None of these dudes deserve the Volk. Yeah, man. It's, exactly, it's, exactly. See what I mean? See what I mean? But then that's why Volk is like. But man, props to Volk for trying to step oh. in short notice. For like, he's the man, Fuck man. Yeah. He's honestly the man. He actually Absolutely. is the man. Like we talk about it that often, it just sounds like we're taking the piss. But he is just that good. He really is. Yeah, he is. He's a champion outside of the cage as as much as he is inside the cage. Like he's just a top bloke. The, the most typical yeah. good-hearted Aussie guy. That's Volk. what you want. <laughs> well, I'm getting Mate, you've been. That, uh, yeah. Yeah, just going to say, you've been so good with your time, but we've got one more, if you don't mind. Um, Go for it. We're going along to it, and we know you're going along to it, the Hex Fight um, Series next Friday night in Melbourne, being a uh, former champ. Have you got any uh, any tips for us with guys to watch or any uh, any words to say on that event 
and uh, ones to look out for be be good. Man, it, it it's it's a it's gonna be a crazy event. It's gonna be good to visit the old stopping ground. But um, yeah, the, the 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 biggest fight for me that's on the card is that Roger Shippen. He is so underrated. He oh man, he's he's this fight he's gonna show out. I bet you any money he's gonna get a finish. And and quote quote me, he's either gonna get a finish in the clinch with knees. Or the guy pulls out knees and elbows in the clinch, or the guy's going to pull out and he's going to get kicked in the head. So wow. <laughs> he's going to either get a head kick or he's going to get a finish with knees and elbows. You've heard wow. it here first. Mate, we're excited. It's going to be a sick event. Got the combat wombat looking for the heavyweight title in the main. You've got all, you've got uh, Khan Olfi. We're going to be talking to him live on Instagram as well next week. So we're looking forward to that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I know you're in training camp, so I won't challenge you to a beer skull this week because, uh, yeah, obviously we don't want to be doing that. But wait till Perth. Oh, that's, I, I hear awkward. excuses. I hear excuses. Oh, sure. All right. I reckon he does a, he'll do a demo for you, I reckon. Let him demo yeah, you one me. on Friday. Go, on, see get what you... go get one. Go get one now. Yeah, what, right now? Now? Yeah, do it. Yeah. Go on. We can keep talking until you come back. Can you go get one? I haven't got one. Oh, no. shit. No, kill ya. Go grab oh. one. <laughs> you want me to get one? We'll go on camera. No, you I just get one. We want to see your. We want to see you. I don't have any beers. Well, just go. Just go, right, make a. Come on. Come on. This is the first time. This you blokes just filibuster while I, while I go get a beer, yeah, right? Yeah. You blokes we'll, just we'll chat right. yourselves. Right. Yeah. This is this is this is the first time on the pod. Is this the first time on the pod that he's going to do a skull? It is. Man, You've got him. It's a first, first for everything. Next, the next part, we've got to get him eating some KFC and tell me that like <laughs> the original piece is is better than the zinger piece. I understand your point though, because you obviously uh, you use the chicken for other things. So he yeah, do- he doesn't. Though. He just he that's eats it. it. You know, he almost eats his hand. See, he's not a real KFC because he doesn't mix it in. He just eats KFC straight. You've got to you know venture out of that. It's, you've got to break the mold. That's what it is. It would be good with rice. I might have to try it, actually. R- yeah, rice yeah. rice, and soy sauce. It's an Asian really? filler thing. You have to have soy sauce with the rice. All right. I'll you do it. You have to have soy sauce with the rice. You, you'll oh, enjoy the Beery's shows, too, as a product right, place. Right, I think I saw it. What is it? it? What is it? Ah, West is best. Drink West. West. The Let's best go. is West. <laughs> uh, warm. It wasn't in the fridge, just quietly. Come <laughs> on. Oh. <laughs> Well, it, it's better than having it in a shoe, I guess, with people spitting that's, in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Go on, I've got a bit Let's of see how this goes. Oh, oh, that's a bad. That's a bad pour there. Oh, Come on, mate. Stinker pour. Well, that's, that's a bad. That's a bad. That's pour. a shocking pour. Well, you drink beer. You oh. said that before. I'm, I'm not used to this. Well, what do you drink? Wine, sparkling wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, selfless, mate. Selfless. <laughs> now, we've actually tried that. So get him on the the ranch waters. They're good. Have you had them? Uh, ranch yeah, waters. Good. Yeah. Tequila, What's a ranch water? Fucking, it's like a low like calorie, but it's, it's big in the States. Soda like water. A all right. All right. I'll do, hey, I'll, I'll, I promise you at Hex, I'll do one. Okay. One. You got one beer right. in you at Hex next week? One beer. Right. One beer. We can film it, everything. Yeah. Bit of content. Right. Film, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Done. All right. Let's, let's see it. Let's see the right, let's see the, the, the competition. Let's see the competition. It's on camera. Let me, let me Go. get a breath. Uh, I feel like he's gonna chunder after this. <laughs> no solid effort. No good. Solid effort. <laughs> Foam. That was a solid effort. That was a solid effort. Oh boy. So he's in camp. You gotta watch good. out for, for Friday week. 
Yeah, he's, he's ready. Too bad. I can do me. better than that. He's ready. He's ready. That was, that was a solid effort. That's a solid, I mean, a little <laughs> bit slow at, at the end there, but like at the beginning, yeah. it looked good. And then, and then, Warm then, beer, not good. <laughs> nah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it's gone off the rails here, everyone. Australia's on a pod. <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, shit. Great content all right. there. So, fantastic. All right. Fantastic. We love you, mate. We love you for coming on. We, uh, we probably <laughs> should end it here. Please. I'm going to vomit. That's all good. But, uh, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> we'll see you next week, brother. We'll see you next week. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. We well, appreciate your time, time, mate. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, get get in camp for this beer, all right? I will. I will. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Uh, legend voice. Thank you. Oh, yeah, mate. Good on you. Oh, fuck. Stand up like a soldier, baby. Yeah, baby. like that. like a baby. Shouldn't say a wicked like that. We live where the war is raging. Chasing our crazy dreams. Hoping that the bridge won't cave in. Well, 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 what about that, listeners? What about that Mako Shark? When we say something, we mean it. That is probably the great interview that's ever been conducted by any journalistic field with any athlete across any platform in Australia, Mako Shark. You coined it before with a big kooya. Well, I want it. I want the crowd in Perth. This is my challenge to you out there, listeners. I reckon we do a Roman Reigns type hoo but it's a coo and we really lift the roof. I think it's a roof, Mako Shark. I'm not sure if it's a retractable or if it's a fucking ensconced wildcat arena, Mako, but I tell you, this man is coming for the fucking fight of the night prize, the knockout of the night prize, and the performance of the night prize. It's a 150K prize. It's a fucking belter, Mako Shark. What did you think about that? Mate, I think when we are there, mate, when we say coo you say yeah. That's what we're going with. Coo. <laughs> oh yeah. Coo. Go with it. Go. Do it. Yeah. That's yeah. When I. That's it. Yeah, we are going to be there. We're going to be absolutely tearing our jocks off when this fight goes down. Our man. He's going to get it done again. He. I tell you what. This man's a fucking entertainment machine. This will. I hope it isn't fight of the night. To be honest with you, Matthew. I hope he just goes out there and flatlines this prick early. But I reckon either Absolutely. way, it's going to be entertainment. It's going to be fire. It's going to be absolute. It's going to be scintillating sort of stuff. Our man Josh Cool about. That was a great interview. I love him. He's a beautiful man. He's a happy-go-lucky sort of fella. Doesn't take things too seriously. He likes KFC just like I do. I think he's wrong about the original fillet, though. I'm going to just say it out loud now. Zinger Burgers absolutely towel up an original fillet burger. There's no questions to be even. It's not even a debate for mine. But you know what? He deserves his own opinion, and that's fine. That's fine. If you like the original fillet, go for your life. Because well, no, uh, we're you, all human. Uh, you, you, you obviously haven't listened to the interview yourself, Maker, because we've recorded. And you haven't listened back because we're recording. But you, you missed the filibuster. He was trying to explain that the uh, he likes the because you know he's a fighter. He, don't, he can't just be eating burgers. He likes the chicken for like his rice what? scenarios. He, he uses the chicken. original recipe. It's, it's not, I don't no think drum. he said the burger. I think he meant the I'm chicken burgers, bro. Some people yeah, get original was a mis- burgers. Miscommunication. Well, they, they shouldn't even be on the menu. Zinger bur- I'm talking burgers only. Of course, you get original fucking recipe chicken pieces because that's just what you do. The poises, you get original recipes. Yeah. 
Anyway, we're going down the garden path. But what a man. February 12th, Perth. We're going to get into it, but mm, your boys, we've got tickets. And uh, we're fizzing oh, at the moment, aren't oh. we, Matthew? We're fucking fizzing. Well, we'll get to the Perth. I want you to get to the Perth update and really sort of explain. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a... We'll get there for that, Maker. So we are fizzing, though. We are the big fizz. We mm. are fizzing. There's no longer a big fizz because they were spifflicated. The two boys plus one are the big fizz from now on, and we were fizzing our pantaloons off today, Maker. You got that right. Well, anyway, we'll push on. <laughs> but uh, we love Cooler Bear. I think everyone at home loves him. That's just a fait accompli. Everyone loves this man. So If yeah. you don't love him, love him from that and go and support the man. Yep. All his Around his fight, even DMs and go, mate, you're a ripper. We love you. We support you. Just get around the bloke because he's got a million dollar smile. He's got charisma oozing yeah. and dripping oozing. and just ensconced in his whole being. And if you can't enjoy that sort of fella that does it with a smile, flicks a switch and becomes a killer, well, you're in the wrong sport and you shouldn't be a fan maker and you should be getting around him. I agree. He's a gorgeous man. And get on there, DM him, DM him, tell him who the fuck sent yep. you, and tell him that he just can't scull a beer. He dog shit at it, and uh, tell him I said that. We're gonna see. We're gonna see a uh, Friday maker. Tell you, I've segued into a new job where people have segways. I'm in a segway world. I'm in a fucking segway market, and I'm working with maker the absolute iconic individuals. And I tell you, I pinch myself every week. You want to talk about gorgeous men? Well, I'm looking into his eyes while I'm doing this. And this man, and the man of this segment, Mako Shark, not only delivers vocal undertones of fucking glorious proportions that you would never measure on a scale, but he is a gorgeous man while doing so, Mako Shark. He's a one of a kind, Mako, who I'm talking about here. It's a segment, Mako Shark, that we all love. It's the listener's favourite segment. It's my favourite segment. It's your favourite segment. I say it every week, Mako Shark. This segment has even been known to give a few people with some bad things a dental sting, Mako Shark, because they're waiting for the dental veneers to be bought. Maybe put in the fucking shark tank. We don't know. Ever heard of a fucking saying, dental sting? You haven't, have you? But, Mako Shark, you haven't heard a segment like this. I have gone on for far too long. I will now bring to you the greatest man, the greatest segment that has ever lived in any entertainment basis, in any realm, Mako Shark. It's my favourite segment. It's your favourite segment. It's our favourite segment. It's the Mako Shark Tank. It is the Mako Shark Tank, and no, the news are not going to be tanked this week. Any time they could be in there, though. They're, mate, they are absolutely just teetering on the edge of the knees any minute. But this week, Elon Musk, you're in the tank, mate. You have cooked it. The Musk stick what's the, himself. What's the stick? The done? stick has absolutely torched it this week. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the stick this week, but, mate, Elon, <laughs> he's bought Twitter, as we all know. He's fucking bought Twitter, and it's an absolute debacle. This man's losing millions of dollars every single minute. He's gone out there, Matthew. You're a bit of a Twitter guy. You're a bit of a Twitter guy. I get on Twitter every now and then. Obviously, oh, have you seen what he's done with the blue tick, Matthew? Have you seen him torch the blue tick on Twitter? He's gone. A blue tick normally, right, signifies someone special. It signifies someone of importance, someone like the Duke of Canberra, our mate, gets a blue tick. All of a sudden, you walk a bit taller. You're almost royalty in social media. But all of a sudden, Elon comes through. He decides, hang on a minute, I'm going to change up the blue tick. I'm going to say anyone out there that on earth that wants a blue tick can get one. All they've got to do is pay $8 a month for one. Do you, <laughs> do you think that's a good idea, Matthew? Do you think that's, that's going to work, right? Do you think 
one of the smart, supposedly smartest men on the planet comes up with this idea, right? You don't think a kid in primary school could say, hang on a minute, Elon, this is, uh, this is a bit dodgy here. I can see a few holes in your plan. All of a sudden, Matthew, you've got absolute just hundreds of thousands of people just taking the piss, right, paying eight bucks, getting themselves a blue tick, all of a sudden, bang, then they just change their username and start taking the piss, Matthew. Have you seen this? Yeah. There was some person, right? They created an stuff, account. Yeah. They've just they've just created an account and just pretending to be like a pharmaceutical company, pay eight bucks, get a fucking blue tick. All of a sudden they look like this fucking pharmaceutical company. They tweet out, We are pleased to announce that in 2023 we are gonna make insulin free. All of a sudden oh, the no. stock market goes ba bam and they just drop like sixty million dollars in or sixty billion in stock. Boom, they flatline, they're through the fucking floor. This company's in all sorts of disarray because some bloke at home gets a blue tick and says, Oi, we're making this shit free. <laughs> All of a sudden, some other prick just creates a fake account, gets a blue tick. Lockheed Martin, these people that make fighter jets for the fucking army and the navy, they've just said something. I can't remember what they said. They said something ludicrous, something a bit sort of political. They've dropped a bomb on Twitter. All of a sudden, Lockheed Martin stock, bang, through the floor. That drops billions. How's, um, Elon Musk, how's Ashley and Martin stock going? Ashley and Martin, they're fucking, someone's created an Ashley and Martin and said, mate, we love bald people. I reckon more men should be bald. No need to fix your head up. Bang! Ashley yeah. and Martin stocks through the floor. Cooked it. The floor. There's people out there creating fake. I saw Connor McDavid, the NHL superstar. Someone created a fake Connor McDavid page, put the blue tick on there, got the profile pic going. This thing looks 100% legit. He comes out and says, look, I've decided. I've, I love the Edmonton Oilers, but it's time for me to move on. I am requesting a trade. An entire fan base just shit their pants and vomited on the floor simultaneously thinking their superstar was leaving. No, nah, it was all fake. It's just people out there. Someone created a fake who the fuck are these guys page, put the blue tick on there. All of a sudden, they start saying Alex Volkanovsky's a prick. He won't be able to beat Islam Makachev. Everyone's thinking, uh-oh, they've turned. What's going on here? It's not us, mate. We would never say these things. It's Elon Musk's fault. There's people out there impersonating. It's created all sorts of chaos in the world. And I'm here to tell you, Elon Musk, you're not as smart as you think you are. What was his reasoning, do you think? Is he a disruptor? I think he's just a bit of a dumb cunt. He just wanted to, like, trigger the left. He's triggering. He just wants to get on there and sort of create a bit of a bit of a. I, I have think you ever seen him in, like, a pair of board shorts? I haven't seen him in board shorts, no. Can you Google Elon Musk board shorts as I filibuster, please? Yeah, yeah, I need yeah, you to see it as I'm on this pod. Now, I'm not yeah, a body yeah, shamer yes. because I've got far from the perfect rig. Far from it, Mako Shark. I'm pasty, oh, no, I'm bald. Pasty. <laughs> Have yeah, you seen a worse, more swollen, weird <laughs> sort of nah, physique yeah. in your whole life from a man that's a bit pay anyone in the world to train him? He needs Tell to fucking that. lift his you fucking game you. here because that is – that rig – I'm a pasty man. I'm a pasty white guy myself, right? Yeah. But he is translucent. He is absolutely kidding himself. He Bulbous. needs to get real. As swollen and stretched as his skin and unhappy does it look? Oh, it's unhappy. Jeff Bezos, he went out there and started getting – he's gotten ripped. Take a leaf out of Bezos. Yeah, well, look, that's mate. what you do, bro. You'd get ripped. Now Musk stinks. I'm telling you, he's a fucking, he's a con man. He's a charade. He's a charade. And uh, he's pulled the wool over too many people's eyes. And I'm telling you here right now on the pod, I'm calling him out. You're not that smart. You're actually a dumb fuck. 
and you've cooked Twitter. <laughs> Should tag him in this because he would reply and probably burn our whole he podcast would. to the ground. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy, the mustic. Do you know what I like? How we both – it's obvious you're calling the mustic, but not everyone would call him the mustic. And it, obviously we, mm. we don't talk about it, but I'm, I'm loving that we both sticked around the same time. We both were on the same – that's why we're the greatest podcast because we both – Knew as soon as you mentioned Musk, we couldn't wait to get stick out after it. Stick. It just flows, mate. It really does. It's a beautiful fucking underrated little candy, the Musk stick, but you can't have many, many of them. Two to three. And I've had a Musk stick, I reckon, it. since at least probably grade six, which is a, it's a, it's a shame actually. It's a, it's a disappointment. Peak Musk right stick. Now, soft. I look back lovely. on the Musk stick. Yeah, soft, yeah. fresh Musk stick was actually delightful in primary school. So I wouldn't mind getting one actually, pretty pretty soon. Well. Let's do it, baby. But, mate, I've got nothing this week. I went on a real tirade last week. I feel like I just need to sometimes step back. It's not my segment, mm-hmm. so I can't have something every week. But I went I went large last week. I'm a pretty happy man because, as we spoke about, some Perth Perth updates. <coughs> I've got to edit that out. That was a cough. Please. <laughs> no, mate, Shark, I'll tell you. No, I'm a very happy man because I think I'm going to segue. I didn't get to segue my jocks off the last time, and I appreciate your musk, and I appreciate your musk stick. Because he does need to go in. That man, something not quite right with him, makeup. But we're going to use no. him as as a negative. We're going to segue in. I'm I'm going to give you actually. You know what I'm going to do for you, makeup. You know what? you did the positive, Peter, two weeks ago. I'm going to give you. I'm going to do a positive makeup here today. So right. So team effort today with the tickets. Right. You had you had uh, you had a, a couple of screens open. Samantha had a screen open. I right, had shout out to my new workplace, by the way. New workplace, people on their lunch break, we all went to their computers, all loaded it up. We had six screens going at work, all refreshing. Teamwork. That's all. Teamwork. They're all into it. They loved it. They're like, yeah, we'll help you. And then I had my Let mobile phone, know. so by count. Hmm. Let them know what we're talking about. We're talking about UFC fucking tickets. We're on sale. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 Let them yeah, know. Not, Let them know. Not, not Hamilton. Talking. I'm not talking about fucking not the, the, the new release of Hamilton. We're talking about, about the Phantom of the Opera, a bit of Andrew Lloyd Webber. No, no, no. No, no, no. So we had – and look, I'm going to give you a shout-out because of out of all story. those screens – No West Side Story, Mako Shark. No fucking Toy Story. No story. The story was the Mako Shark – Getting through, somehow getting through the grit and the grime oh of a oh fucking boy. big event. I, I told you, I, I warned you for days that this wasn't going to be a smooth operation, Mako Shark. I knew that this is stinky. There's an element of luck to it. There's an element of mm-hmm. chance to it. But we had at least 11 screens up. You managed to get through. You were first on the – So you, anyone ever wants to question you about going on the cold face of war, get on the fucking front lines. Mako Shark does responder. You had got on, you'd logged on, you'd purchased and had approved tickets by – tickets were going to say at 1 o'clock, listeners, right? This is what I'm telling you how special this man is and how good he is with his hands. 101, confirmed, you are going. Logged. Took you bought. one minute to port, to log, to input, to log in, to output, to press OK. There's at least six things happening there with pressure because at any moment pressure. you can get logged out, as we know, the pressure – the Ray Finkel, what would you know about pressure? Well, I'm not sure if he has kissed a man, ladies and gentlemen, but he has kissed <laughs> UFC eighty one, UFC two eighty four tickets. And I tell you, Mako Shark, for you this week, there's no Mako Shark tank from me, but there's a positive shout out to you. Congratulations! Now take us into the Perth update, would you please? Just like Ray Finkel, I do have the worst case of hemorrhoids I have ever seen. <laughs> No, I don't have hemorrhoids at all, but I do have absolute Perth update for you. Ding, 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 ding. Perth update, everyone. Perth update here on the pod. We are pumped. 
I'm going to get into yeah. the Perth update, Matthew, and the most exciting part of this week's Perth update. It is there a, uh, it's a, uh, it's close to home. It's close to our heart. This week's Perth update is our man, Matthew, Jim Crute. Crutus the oh, barber the beefcake, crew. mate. I'm telling you what, the crudy pie, the Denny Crute muster. We were waiting with bated breath now for weeks and weeks, but it has been officially announced. He is back. The return is on. Our man Jim, the Bendigo Bomber, up against Alonzo Menafield. No, not Alonzo Morning, the Charlotte Hornet, not him. Alonzo Menafield, Matthew. I'm excited. I know you are. How are you feeling? Let me know exactly how you feel right now. Well, Mako Shark, you've summed it up. It is not Alonzo Morning, and Menafield won't have Larry Johnson there to help him. I tell you what, he will have. He'll have a fucking Perth RAC Stadium, the Wildcat Stadium. Going up for Jim Mako Shark. This man will not come out a winner. Jimmy Crute will come back and absolutely demolish him. Any of this stuff you see, any of this commentary you see on the internet, oh, that's a tough comeback fight. No, it's not. Jim doesn't shy away. Our man goes headfirst into a battle and he's going to come out the other side and he's going to show the world what you can do with two ACLs intact and what you can do with a full camp Mako Shark and a healthy body and a healthy mind. Don't worry about it, Alonzo. It's not. Don't it's nothing you. against you personally, Alonzo, but I'm telling you, now's not your time, and Jim's going to fucking knock you into oblivion or tap you. He's going to tap you. February 12th going to be a bad day for Alonzo Menafield. I tell you what, the Crudosaurus Rex, alongside Australia's <laughs> hottest podcast, sitting on the floor, road jeep, baby, look out for us. We'll fucking be there. But I tell you what, Jimmy Crute, mm. all day, every day, our man, get it done. We're pumped. I love that from you there, mate. And we forgot to mention, so uh, Menafield doesn't have Larry Johnson, but I'll tell you who Crudy Pie's got, and that is, and we're going to give him a little shout too, a little little shout here, our man, the Duke of Canberra. Oh, I dare anyone to try and fucking tap this bloke or wrestle him or get him on his back. He'll have him in his corner. So that's another reason that oh, he doesn't lose with him. going to be there, seeing there, the Duke. He's oh, going to be walking Duke. out. He's going to be cornering. We're going to be cheering out. We're going to be yelling out, hey, Duke, and he's going to see us. He's going to love us. He's going to be finger pointing. It's going to be thumbs up. Yeah. I love the Duke. And we've had a lot of, like, moments with the Duke, and a lot. Of, and we're just – I love how we, we, we're we on the good side of him because I tell you what, Mako Shark, no man oh. – and we've, we've rolled around with some pretty bad men in our time and been in some situation. That man, if he wasn't the friendliest, biggest, smiling, <laughs> most gorgeous individual – I tell you, he's one of the most men I would fear the most on this planet. He is the strongest, most Adonis, most fucking oh. just populated mass of a creature. Like he's built from granite. This boy. I'm telling you, he freaks me out. The stature and what he can do, and the athleticism of him, but doing it with a smile. And if he ever turned that smile, I would shit myself. I tell you, my anus would drop, and it would be an anus dropping. And um, anyway. He's not part of he's Perth, but he will be at dude. Perth. I, I love him. He's a brick and shit house. Jim, but I and do we love, fuck, I love the a, Duke. No, we love the Duke more than anything. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous individual. He'll be there. And I'll tell you what, we're still in the Perth update here. You don't think for a second we've no. forgotten about the Perth tell update. Tell us about what you did today. and we, we, You managed to get through, Maker. You've got us some tickets. Um, we've applied well, for well, our I media passes. So we, look, we're just good boys. You know, we're not, we're not these boys that go, oh, well, we're media, you know, no, tycoons. No. And we, we're... So we've applied for that, Maker, but you know what? We, we we put our money where our mouth is. We support the sport. That's it. We support the sport, Maker Shark. We go up there and we spend our hard-earned pennies to grab a seat to ensure that we're there, to ensure that we'll give you the great coverage, Mako. And I tell you, we're close. We are bloody close, and the event is bloody close. And is there any more you can tell me about the event? There's been a few more matchups. 
mate, is there in the... Um, There's been the, a few uh, more updates, I'll tell you mm. that much. Well, yeah, as you said, though, we're going to be there. We're going to be on the floor. We're going to be bringing you content like no other outlet's going to be bringing it to you on that whole weekend, too. i tell you what, it's a party in Perth. But uh, the update rolls on, mate. Another friend of the pod. We're just racking them up here, Matthew. We are racking up the friends of the pod on this event, February 12th, UFC 284. We may as well... You know, it's brought to you by Monster Energy or it's brought to you by Mars Bar or it's brought to you Man. by whatever the fuck. I tell you what, it's brought to you by who the fuck are these guys? Because at the moment, yep. I think we're sitting at five friends of the pod. All we've got to do is get our man Jackie Deller and our man Jamie Malaki, and it's just the whole fucking bunch. It's everyone, mate. It's so who we got? We got, we got Crudy. We got, uh, got, got Turkish Delight. We well, got... We'll be able to get... Yep, yep, yep. Yep. So we've got Crudy, Turk. Yep. We got... Uh, Kuya, we got Kuya. Uh, we got uh, J- uh, we got uh, Jerka, Jerka Jenkins, Jerka and, Jenkins. Um, yep. We got some, the, another one the, in there. Who's the fifth uh, little piggy? Oh no, it's only sitting at four at the moment. But we're going to get five. Okay. We're going to get five okay. with Jackie Dell. Then we're going to get six with Malat. Any minute the hooligan's going to get in there, so I can feel it. And then we're going to get Pedro on the pod. Then we're going to get fucking. Robert Whitaker on the pod, and then I reckon the night before we're going to get the, the Vulcan. Vulcan. We're all going to get nude. We're going to get in the sauna. We're all going to touch each other. It's going to be. Fun. Hey, we we do. I'll do a. I'll do a weight cut with him. I'd love to lose six. If that's some content, actually, we should just get in that week and go pan for pan with the Vulcan weight cut alongside. Weight him. cut. Yep. We'll do his workouts. We'll do his saunas. We'll do that weird little fucking like heat blanket they sit in for yeah. nine straight hours. We'll do all that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll get some content. We'll, 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 we'll get the Volk up. So we'll friend of the pod that yeah. delights on Mako. So that 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 was announced, wasn't it? And that, that's his Shannon debut. Ross, the Turkish delight, making his debut against some prick. I didn't write it down. But fuck no, him, it doesn't really matter because he's going to yeah, get delighted it by matter. Big, yeah. big fella, our man, friend of the pod, making his debut from the Contender Series. Hasn't got an appendix anymore. Doesn't need it. It's all good. Hate it. It, the underrated can't, can't get favourite, as we've said, Mako, the Turkish delight. Underrated. Underrated. I tell you what, you and get that right, in a dream. You cannot. Oh, you're laughing. <laughs> you can't get it. You can't get it twice, Mako, as you were saying, as I rudely cut you off. But I just wanted to ensure that people know that we're it's an underrated jockey, the Turk Delight. It we're is, all about him. It, absolutely <laughs> can't get appendicitis twice. So this is going to be huge from him. He was uh compromised. And he still managed to get a contract because he shows so much goddamn grit and determination. So that's just another fight, mate. It's going to be a 7.15 a.m. kickoff there in Perth, and we're going to be there absolutely getting around. I can't wait. If anyone at home, just pray for you get tickets, mate. Tickets on sale, well, uh, Friday for general, but this pod will come out tomorrow, Thursday morning. I hope everyone at home gets a ticket because it's going to be a fucking highly sought-after thing to get. So good luck, everyone. We love you, and we want to see you. If you see us out there, buy us a beer. Show us a review. This could be the most expensive weekend this podcast has had. Show us yeah. a review. Show us five stars, and we'll buy you a pint. What the fuck? What are they serving up in this shithole, Perth? <laughs> don't call Perth a shithole, but well, it's sort of. I hope a I don't see fucking fucking Chris <laughs> Maston or fucking fucking who's that prick that's the defender Shannon Hearn I don't see Shannon Hearn over there or fucking Tim Kelly oh, I'll bop Tim Kelly we might see Sumich you might see Peter Sumich you might see uh, no, what, what, in all jokes what are they serving what are they serving Perth what's Perth beer of choice good question mate I don't know no Perth's almost like it's own country Swan? it's so goddamn far Swan away. Lager or something fuck if I know yeah probably I'll be, what I'll, is Perth I'll be drinking I'll be drinking bourbon 
I've never been there. It's interesting. I'm excited. <laughs> I've heard of the Derwent River. Is that what it is? The Derwent or is that Brisbane? We're going to have man, the big guy, John, will be coming out, the big journalist. We're going to, I tell you, we're going to jump in front of him at the press conference. John Morgan. Oh, oh Dana, yeah. first question. I hate John. No, I, I don't like hate you. Adesanya, Adesanya, Adesanya told him, look, I like you, but you've had enough now. That's get, enough, Get mate. someone else. Yeah. You're I done. liked it. Yeah, you fucking Is there an unspoken rule that he gets first question, or can we just pop in over the top, you reckon? Well, he's in our, he's in our neighbourhood, and we're number one he's in this in country, so he can, he can fucking. Take a fucking hike. Anyway. No need to clip him, be- which we have. No, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> nah, fucking. Anyway. Let's push on. Yeah. Okay, mate. Perth okay, update. Now. Perth update. All right. Yeah. Hang on. Perth update. One more. One more. Perth update. Beep, 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 yeah. beep. Perth update. Interim yeah. title fight. Josh Emmett, Yair Rodriguez. Oh, this card is God. stacked, mate. This card is Carmen Electra stacked. <laughs> it's fucking. It is. It's shaping up to be an absolute mess in the pants, this card. And, um, Come Electra enforces those strictly. Mako, there was rumours too. Did we see that there could be uh, the hooligan? Hooligan verse? I'm hearing rumours, mate. I don't know. I, I, I go far and wide on the internet. I go deep. I go dark. I go into rabbit holes. But I've seen people conversing. I've seen Bobby Green putting up Perth things on his own Instagram. I've seen Bobby Green putting up Perth things. And then I've seen people going, well, I've they reckon it's Jamie Malarkey versus Bobby Green. And if that fight eventuates, fuck's sake, that's a fight, mate. Let me well, tell that's you a fight. What, if that's another fight, probably on the prelims, we're all going to be unconscious by about 10 a.m. We will be, Mako Shark. It'll be hard to stay a foot of that. Now, talking about UFC, take take us through. Take us through the bloody event that just went. The event that just went. Take us through and had oh. the multi go. Multi didn't go that well, did it, Matthew? Let's be honest. Um, not our fault, though, ten- like, as always. No, but that, 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 let's be honest. No one, If anyone got anything more than six out of ten, you don't know what you're talking about on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. You're never going to cop. We go. We went ten legs deep on this multi. We gave everyone mm. a little bit of value. How many, how many winners do we have, though? Right? From because memory, we I think them, we were five out of ten, a 50% strike so, rate. And we do, what do we tell people? Every week, I what do we say? Them, mate. Don't put it all on. Don't put and it don't all on. We ten. just give you, you a guideline. Yeah, we give, it, you, it's we give you a market and you can frame it. And make you want to know uh, we went. Yeah. Mm. You want to know how we went? I'll tell you what, leg mm. one, we did not lead you astray on the sexy leg one, did we? This was the sexiest leg one in history of sport. And it was even sexier than I anticipated, actually, to be honest. Carlos it's turned a, well, it's turned a lot of meat eaters to vegetarians with the Sexburg lettuce. The Sexburg lettuce, mate, how crisp and fresh and juicy was the crisp Sexburg lettuce. This thing was just crunchy and it was bursting, just bursting with freshness, the Sexburg lettuce. He absolutely put on a fucking spectacle. How he didn't get 50K bonus, I will never know. I won't know either, Mako. It's, um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually outrageous. Outrageous is what it is. This fucking he Keanu put him put a real, Yeah, the Keanu, no good. Put a herd um, on him. Put a fucking herd on him. And how was he, that bloke? Because Goldberg was taking it easy at the start, sort of uh, assessing the scene, sort of moving around, left and right, circling, just waiting for the right moment to strike. And this bloke thought he was tough, got in his grill and started like waving him, like, come on, fight me type thing. Man. And then, all right, Goldberg said, all right, how about this? And then went bang, bang. Dropped him with a left lead hook. Just dropped him. The power this man possesses. It's not all sex appeal. It's straight raw power this man possesses. It wasn't even a real wind-up. It was just a short sharpie and just dropped this bloke. Yeah. 
Killed him. Sharpie pen. Yeah, it was a short, sharp pen. And uh, I tell you what, he probably didn't need the follow-up blow, did he, old mate? He probably could have stopped it. If you're stopping it when uh, when Izzy got stopped, you probably didn't need this bloke for the death blow. He copped a death, death blow, blow. too, like missing the death blow. But uh, I think it's about time this man isn't the first fight of a fucking fight past prelim. Get this man oh. on prime time. Get him on television. Get him in front of the cameras. Get some oil you on him. Numbers. Get him looking yeah. good for the cameras. Oil him up. And just watch the ratings go sky high. It's about time. Make this man a star. He is the oh, entire oil package. Up. Nice. Oil, get, just get some oil on him. He's all I'm asking yeah, you. Just so, get some oil on him, anyway. Mike O'Shea. Anyway, anyway, mate. Look, tick. that was leg one. We knew that tick. was going to happen, but uh, push on, push on. Leg two didn't quite go away. Probably close to fight of the night. Sung Woo Choi versus Michael Trezano. This was a fucking banger. Trezano <laughs> fighting for his life and career, by the way. Hundred percent, he was, mate. Throwing bombs, both of them just going hammer and tongs. We knew mm. this was going to happen from Choi, as uh, saw in his last fight against our man Josh Kuya Kulabao. The problem with Sung Woo Choi is he just he's a bit too bullet a gate. He just leaves himself open a bit much. And he was all over Trezano here in the first round. On top, striking, striking clinic, getting on top, but all of a sudden just leaves himself open, lets himself get bopped a little bit much and got stopped. And that was unfortunate because it fucked the multi early. It did make a shark. But I was happy for I, I was happy for the the other fella. He he looked a uh, home hometown boy Good fella. from his friends and family. Fighting yep. for his life and put on a yep. fucking performance. So good on him. Cross. Well, who was next? Then we were. Got, I got caught up in the hype of Otman Azaitere up against Matt Brendan Frivola. Did uh, I not say to you? Did I not say to you, Mako Shark? I, I said we've put money on Frivola before. I did. He's come up for this podcast before. We sometimes we should stick to the boys that uh, that assist. I sort of just have a bit of a. Uh, I have an aversion to him because I think he got murdered by our man Terence McKinney, and then I just feel like I'm off him. Yeah, but uh, probably shouldn't lot. be. Probably should jump back on Frivola because that was a good performance. Zaitier, the big undefeated man, had all the hype coming in. He got shown right up. Matt Frivola, good performance. Fevolution, Frevolution, Mako yep. Shark. So that was a, that was cross. So we won from two, one from three. Yeah, one from three. Struggling. I. Th- this is the interesting one. I think on the pod, we ended up going meatball, didn't we? Even though I was all about Aaron Blanchfield and I was like, team Blanchfield, Blanchfield, Blanchfield. But sort of the meatball hype and the we love the meatball, it sort of uh, seemed to sway. The, 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 the brain got overswayed by that. I think you said Blanchfield, but if you want extreme value, that's your value. Yep. That's so what we did. depending on how so you read what Mako says, so I'll just say tick. We'll go tick that because I think I might have said I think Blanchfield's going to win. But <laughs> how soon will it be? Clint C will text us while we're live. He'll somehow have heard that oh, and go, yeah. you didn't say that. You actually didn't say that at 37 minutes and 12 seconds. You actually said Molly McCann. All right, we did. She lost. She got we're, murdered. We're two from four. She did. She ate, that, That's about Aaron, as big a spifflication. That yeah. could almost get you fired from the UFC when you show a performance like that, where you show how far away you are from someone with ability. It's, um, she got apps. Yeah, she got shown right up. It was actually a bit uh, levels to this game. Blanchfield looks like it was the like real when we went up and played for Dookie up up Bushmaker Shark and won by uh, I think it was nearly sixty goals. And, and look, the little fella Peewee, Peewee Pavitt kicked uh, twenty one eight with three on the full. <laughs> that's too much of a day out. It's tr- that's actually no mayo. He had nearly thirty five shots on goal. 
I didn't have 35 kicks for the season maker. So it was an interesting day for the little fella. He, he was great that day. But, yeah, that was uh, that was about the spiffication levels. Definitely, definitely was. Then we move on again, and this is where the multi starts really struggling at this point. I went Dominic Reyes just thinking surely this prick gets back on the winning fucking ledger up against yeah. Ryan Superman Span. And I tell you what, Dominic Reyes, it's probably time to wrap it up, son, because this was another heavy... Heavy defeat, wasn't it? He got left well, unconscious th- again. If you go back again, Mako Shark, I did say I think I don't mind the Spam Man. And then you said, well, he's got a Superman tattoo. And then I went, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> but I did say that I did say that Reyes yep. has looked horrific and he's on Horrendous. a fucking losing streak. And you said, well, they've been against the best guys. And I said, oh, okay. But really, he he's looked shocking to me and he looked shocking. On, he doesn't look fit for a big man. He doesn't have the cut and the build to stand up with these guys. And these guys, no. Mako, he got his head punched into oblivion. He should retire immediately. Like, um, the, there should be some sort of ombudsman, a CTE ombudsman that captures like a, you know, the, the earthquake meter, you know, those scales? They should be there. Every live event when you yeah the Richter, the, the earthquake scale, when you see someone's head get punched like that and the scale goes off, you just should step in and go, look, we're the CTE ombudsman. You're never doing anything athletic again and <laughs> to save your family when you're 60 and you have a meltdown. That That's that's oh, what should yeah. be done. Yeah. So look, I don't I'd love to see CTE, him uh, never again from a personal opinion because I don't like looking at him. I don't like watching him. I don't like hearing him. But also for his family, we should never see him again, Maker. No, 100%, mate. He has been murdered by Jan Blahovitz. He's been murdered by Khrushchev. And now the Superman Span, if you don't mind, has just come out and flatlined him. Then did you hear Superman Span's little uh, interview post? Just absurd unveilment that he reckons he's like never, ever, until now, ever, just ever trained. He just doesn't train. He's just Wild some nat- natural freakazoid that's just made the UFC and has fought a bunch of times and has just never actually done a training camp or anything. And now he's going to start doing it. So look out, Ryan Spann could be the man to really watch going forward because that's absurd. This podcast what would be are you doing well. It doesn't make sense. It's sheer ability and or just complacency for the situation you're in and the ability you have to maybe do something life changing, Mako Shark. But I was just going to say, if you'd taken Matty C's first thought, first thought last week, we'd be four and zip. I think your first thought was Molly McCann, mate. Come on. <laughs> let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, okay. Good idea, let's, Good idea uh, Let's push on, though. Let's push on Brad Riddell, Renato Moicano. Oh, this was a... Yeah. Uh, fuck. Great performance boy, Moicano. Uh, disappointing from Brad Riddell, uh, the city kickboxing man himself. On a bit of a skid. Lost a few in a row now. And has come out, actually, unfortunately, and said that he's lost a bit of zip for the sport. Take a step back. Wish he'd he told the punters that no, uh, before no. going out there. If you told us you'd lost some zip, Brad, we might not have zipped our fucking wallets open and put money on you. You know, Look, tell the listeners true. you lost the zip. You know, you, you lose the zip, you can't zip. win. Yeah. And he wanted to go one more just to see if the zip would return. I don't think the zip didn't return. And at this level, you need oh. zip, Maddie. If you don't have, you're not chock full of zip, you're in a bit of trouble. Oh. But I've seen people in the workplace. Get away with not having zip for a decade, right? Oh yeah, this is that's not, it. not the workplace to have a lack of zip. Your zip needs to be fucking 
a proper cave zip, not a fucking one that can get the testiculars, the one that really locks in. The zip needs to be zippy, and I tell you, it almost needs to be button. That's how much your zip needs. It has to be a button zip in the UFC maker, not a fucking cage one that can get the parlays, I would have thought. interlocking teeth. I reckon the sharp interlocking teeth got Brad on the weekend, and I'm glad he's got the uh, sense. He got the Franks above the beans. He's got the Franks above the beans, Matthew. I'm glad he's had the sense and he's got the Franks in his brain and the beans to say, hey, maybe this is a dangerous sport and I don't need to be doing this, but I can still be teaching and still be a part of it until I might get that hunger back. So that was sad to see, Maker. It was. He'll get the love back for it. He'll He'll go away and he'll get his head right. And if whatever happens, happens there for Brad Riddell. He's a warrior. Yeah. And I'm a fan. But uh, Moicano, great performance. And then on the mic, he just put on a fucking clinic, Moicano. That's just how you make yourself uh, take the next level. He, he uh, Entertainment is what that was on the mic, Moicano. It was fantastic to watch. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. So good by him. Great day for him. He's uh, he's he had a good, gone right up. Did he have a big fight? He had, everyone's acting like I'm sure he was in a slobber knocker in his last fight, maybe lost or had a close one. It was a really good slobber fight. Knocker. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's like acting like, ooh. Oh, this promo has really put him on the. But if you know anything about him, we should have even. He was fucking. He had a great fight. Yeah. Oh, mate. Good fight. Good fight. He had a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's acting like he's just popped up. Everyone's acting. Oh, oh, Moicano coffee. You know, like they're all fucking up there. And I and I just reckon that if we just took a step back and actually remembered, he was probably a fucking. What's the word, Mako Shark? That people have to skull with. A fate of To win that. Is that how you say that? Was. How you, he was, mate. Yeah, no, that's how you've used it correctly, yeah. 100%. Yeah, um, yeah good. Skull. Yeah. Um, so that that, yeah, that that was fantastic, and hopefully some big things for him coming because he's an entertaining yeah, he'll fella. push on. He's entertaining. He'll push on. And then we talk about entertaining. We get to the main card. Mm. Dan the Hangman Hooker up against mm. this fellow that I was trying to pump up last week, Claudio Puelles. Yeah, yes. uh, I got a bit. I got wrapped up in the leg locks, Matthew. I uh, he's a man with three knee bars. Only man in UFC history to have three knee bar finishes. I just thought, mm, I like Dan Hooker a lot. I want him to win, but I got caught up in some value. I thought this was a chance some young up and comer might get just get the better of Dan Hooker. But it wasn't to be. Dan Hooker just showing levels to the sport once again, and old not old, but a uh, a wily veteran, a man who's been around for years, who has fought the best. And, uh, yeah, he just showed that he had a bit too much class for the young fella, who in the end, I think, was out of his depth, old Claudio. He, um, it wasn't embarrassing. I'm not going to say it's embarrassing. But uh, the way he was just just pulling guard constantly, dropping to his dropping to his ass, Matthew, just an ass refusing, refusing to engage in the stand-up because he just knew he was outmatched. He just didn't have any answers. It was one-trick pony sort of stuff. And Dan Hooker just took him to the cleaners with those fucking kicks straight down the pipe, smashing him in the ribs, and ended it. It was a great performance by Dan Hooker, I thought. It absolutely was, Mako Shark. He's um, hopefully now just settled in uh, location, settled in weight, settled in a proper ability to have a camp, settled in everything and just can get back. Because we all, I'm pretty sure we all forget that that man sort of really was knocking on the door of one of the absolute opportunists for a title maker, Shark, and he's all of a sudden then become sort of Nate Diaz 2.0, being like the crowd pleaser and sort of being the guy that just fights and loses people still love. But I think, to be fair, he's still got a bit more juice in the tank. So I'm glad that he's come out and done something like that because 
Another loss there, Mako. Could have been really uh, damaging. I tell you, he would have been hanging on by a poof length for a career if he'd uh, lost that one. So he came out in a really tough matchup and stayed very calm with that little little Sonic the Hedgehog, as Matty Harry said, little sort of leapy leg roll scenario and uh, got through that, stood up and kicked him with his big toe in his solar plexus and said, I'll see you later. He did, mate. Absolutely. Good performance. And as you said, he's, yeah, he's taken a lot of big fights over the years, taken blokes like Makachev and all sorts of really high-level blokes, short notice sort of stuff, a real company man that will just fight because he's one of these blokes that loves fighting and sometimes to his own detriment. So good to see him get back on the winner's list with a good performance. And he's calling out Perth, mate. He said any man that wants it can get it in Perth. He wants to fight close to home. So if that's another fight that just jumps on this Perth card, it just gets bigger and better, doesn't it? That'd be huge to see Dan Hooker on the card. Starting to rival the Matty C New York. This this is starting to rival it. Wait, give me one of the best cards ever, the way we're rolling nah. at the moment. Nah. It's just a monster. We push on. We've got Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. An just unfortunate quick, end. This, one, this was sickening. Yeah. This was sickening. This was sickening. <laughs> Frankie Edgar, you've been an absolute champion, an absolute hero, an icon of the sport, one of the greats. You'll have a Hall of Fame induct- induction at some point, no doubt. But this is uh, – it's been a terrible ending to Frankie Edgar. Career. This is not the way you want to see uh, legends of the sport go out, is it? Just getting absolutely filled in. Not only just in this fight, Matthew, getting filled in, knee to the face, unconscious, but that's the third straight fight now that Frankie Edgar has been left unconscious on the mat, and it's not good. It's it's uh, it's horrific, and sometimes yeah, more needs to be done in the sport when these legends want sort of farewell fight. Don't fucking put them against. Bucks yeah. that are on a run. Put them against, like, nope. I, put them up you, against you the Clay get him against, Yeah, something uh, like that. Diego Bring back a, Yeah, something where there's a bit of, yeah, don't put them against young Bucks. I don't know how old he is, but he's a Buck up and comer that's really looking yeah, to fucking yeah. eat the fucking division. Don't, why would you do that to a guy that's been so good to you? He's fought Sandhagen, Cheeto Vera, and Neo Gutierrez in his last three. Like three blokes that are young. He's, he's become the rub guy, hasn't he? Let's it's put the just, rub on these kids. But Jesus Christ, it's not wrestling. Uh, it's not fake. Uh, horrible. Killing his horrible face. Yeah, he's had his face kicked off. His face has been Caved kicked off. In. It's like yep. face off. Nicholas Cage. Caster Troy. Caster Edgar. Pollock Sean, Troy Caster. Sean Archer. Is that his name? Sean Archer. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, disappointing so end. On. I didn't like to see it. I almost didn't want to watch the fight because I knew it wasn't going to end well and I just didn't feel good about it at all. So nope. What nope. I did feel Onward. good about, Matthew, was the yes. next fight, fight of the night. Oh. And we, oh. as advertised, as it said on the tin, you just knew this fight was going to deliver and it almost probably delivered even more than you knew it would. An absolute banger. As we all knew, Michael Chandler just does not fail to deliver banger after banger after banger. And Dustin Poirier... The same. Tough as fucking nails. Always in good fights. Will not go away. Will always stand and bang. And this mate, this fight, it's got you up and about, didn't it? If you're at home watching this, this is what you love about the sport. This is what gets you up and about. This is what makes you pay your hard-earned money week after week to watch this shit. This was fantastic. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I reckon opportunity missed for uh, <coughs> for Iron Mike oh, in that Nick, fight, Mako Shark. Mike. He must be ruining. <clears throat> it's a rue. It's a chop, Rui. It's, uh, I, I tell you, you go back and watch the tape. He had multiple occasions where he had him oh. rocked. He could have continued. Oh. So when, I'll tell you what he did. 
He didn't take him down when he was copping fire back, but then had him rocked on the cage and then took him down. It was the weirdest. Round two, wasn't it? He made, yeah, he gave Poirier. No, round one. Round round one. He made, I reckon he made Poirier end up looking better than he was. Even when he got, he picked him up and he just had to drop him on his head, but he tried to do some special move and then gave him an opportunity. I just, he's just such a Can I speak openly for a second? Love you too, mate. That's what we're here for. I just, I don't like Poirier, bro. Just, I no, don't I know like you don't. Him. You can be honest. You don't, no one's cared. But I, I pretended I did when he beat Connor. But deep down, I, I don't like him. I don't like his. And look, he's probably a lovely guy, but I, I don't like the guy we see on the camera. I don't like. I just, he's just like every time he wins, he does like, oh well. So he does sort of an oh well thing. He's always like, he's just, he just lacks something to make me go, I want to like you. I don't know what it is, but I really didn't want him to win in that fight, and he annoys me, and I just, yeah. I'd like Connor to come back and knock him out. <laughs> I'd love that as well, to be honest. Look, I yeah, I'm on the fence because I think he's a, a good fella. Right? I see him off camera. I think he'd be an all right bloke. I think I'd hang out with him, quite enjoy. Terrible fashion, terrible fashion he's, with his t-shirt. He's got that Louisiana fashion, not great. But he's friends Shocking. with our boy Theo Von, and I just think it'd be fun to hang out with Theo Von and Dustin on the piss. I think it'd be two, fine. Two but, different guys, guy like Theo yes, Von sober at now, the same so time, it wouldn't be fun at all, at all. I understand why people might not like Dustin that much. He just has that little bit of uh, – it's just a little bit cliche, a little bit – it's a little bit boring at times, Dustin Poirier. It's just all about I, – I like fighting. I'm just going to go home go home to my daughter and I just I just want to fight. Yeah. It's like, all right, Dustin, we get it, mate. We get it. You're, just, you're rolling out cliches here. And then you get a bit salty afterwards. You do this, you do that. But I'm not going to detract that from your ability to fight. No, and and I tell you what, mate, how I analysed this last week, I think actually played out exactly right. I said – Michael Chandler's going to come out like a fucking psychopath, like an absolute stud that he is. He's going to go hammering tongs. He's going to give everything he's got. But I just think Dustin Poirier is going to just be that little bit too tough and he's going to yeah. win. And that's actually exactly what happened. He just couldn't put him away. And at the end of the day, he just fucking bit down a bit harder. The gas tank was a little bit bigger. And at the end of the day, he got the job done, didn't he? Fuck, Question man, for you. Fighter. Yes. Question for you. How would the vault go against Poirier? I think the vault pieces him right up, to be honest. How would the, the vault, vault go against Chandler? Chandler? I think vault beats Chandler. I think he beats Chandler. I think the vault beats both of them. They look are they bigger guys that hit harder though? That level, that size. You think that, mean? right? But yeah. no, Chandler yeah. is pretty small. I think he's five seven ish. Chandler, I think Poirier is a big. I think Poirier is bigger. bigger. But I, this is MMA math, right? I get, I know MMA math doesn't work, and people at home mm. don't come at me. I know that, right? But just look at what Volk has done to a Max Holloway, right? Made him look like he doesn't belong in the sport. Max Holloway is a stud, one of the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. Max Holloway has fought Dustin Poirier a few times in a couple of wars, great fights. Dustin Poirier beat him, but not even remotely did Dustin Poirier do anything remotely to Max Holloway what Alex Volkanovsky's done to him. Yeah. It's, it's levels. I just think Volk would right. go up to 155, and I think he beats Dustin Poirier 9.8 times out of 10. No, that's he's fine. too good. Just ask him. He just doesn't get hit. He's too smart. His footwork's too good. His quickness, his speed, he's just on another level. Dustin Poirier's a stand and bang type operator. That's not Volk. I just don't think Poirier. I think he'd be rendered useless in front of the Volk. I hope we see it. I hope he wins the title and Dustin fucking fights him. Love to see that. 
Oh boy, baby. Okay, we're con- I'm conscious for time, Mako Shark. Always Absolutely conscious. Absolutely conscious. Yeah. Take us. Zhang uh, Wei Li in the women's strawweight title bear, as expected. I just think we all thought Wei Li was going to just steamroll Carla Esparza, and in the end, that's what happened. Um, just too good, too strong, too ferocious, too uh, just too much. Took her down and just fucking smashed her. So that was just to be expected, wasn't it? Make her shake. I, I actually like, I, I like Carla. Right, I, I think she's lovely. I think she's lovely. Just got a good, like yeah, a lovely, got a good. Yep, got a good uh, vibe about her, and just yeah, I feel like nice, people booing salt her. Of the earth. People booing yep. her and that. Like you just fucking your ignoramuses. She's American, is she not, Mako Shark? Yes. So they're booing the American in that fight, just as the champ. Think, think about our culture in Australia. Don't care how exciting. An opponent is Mako Shark. Now, this is stem back as far as we've watched UFC. We were in Vegas. Don't ask me why we didn't go, but Anderson Silva was fighting. Forget who he was fighting. It might have been a fucking, like one of those sort of all-American type guys. And the whole bar was cheering the Brazilian over the American. But then they're so like USA, USA. They're Mm. they're fucking, they're liars, the whole lot of them. I tell you, you come to Australia, you go to Perth, there is no realm on earth that any of the Anzac guys are getting booed, and especially when they're the champion. So I put on blast the city of New York. It happened twice on that card. They They were booing in another... um, They were booing Blanchfield. Jersey girl from across the river. You dumb fucks. Yeah, you dumb fucks. They're they're dumb. They're ignoramuses. And the fact you're booing the champion, I I really didn't like that. And... uh, Humble lady and just, yeah, absolutely out of her depth in that fight. That Zhang's a fucking killer. Absolute killer. Yeah, killer. killer. That's all you can say. And shows and, uh, you how good Rose is and how much Rose fucked up to lose the title in the first place, to be honest. Uh, Rose is a little bit cocky. Rose is a little bit about Rose. Rose cooked it. So interesting, yeah. though. It could be a trilogy fight now with the title oh, no. on the Set, other hand. Yeah. Put it, in, put it in Australia. Fully. We need a women's fight on the card. Put it on. Perth. I'm calling for it. Yeah, good call. Rose v. Whaley. Rose v. Whaley. I like it. Yep. Or is it Whaley like v. Rose? Well, the rose few Rose's with a Rose. Mako Shark, the main event. How are you holding up? Mm. Tell me about it. What Jeez. was your thoughts? What was your. I've got a few, Bob, but you tell me what you're thinking. Wow. Well, fuck me. This is what the sport's about, isn't it? I, I haven't even. Just off the cuff here, I don't, we don't practice any. This is all just straight off the dome here on this podcast. It's all just. We, we riff on this podcast. I haven't really thought to riff. Been, process my thoughts that much about this fight but fuck me exciting stuff i was flat i'm uh, still a little bit flat about the whole thing my boy another historic moment in the sport we i just like the sport because things like this happen all the time moments that you're not going to forget you just israel adesanya getting stopped alex Pereira just tracking him down just coming to the company three fights in gets a title shot stalks the man ends up fucking smashing him in the fifth round just a phenomenal performance i couldn't quite get my head around it because our or my man adesanya putting on a clinic for the first four rounds as he always does and then just somehow it's like a movie i just don't know what's going on but just can't quite get the job done again we had him knocked out mako shark give him five more seconds the fight's over in round one he stops this bloke round round one one. that's it it's almost karma because one of the worst calls ever from israel had him on skates next time i'm going to leave him frozen like elsa well unfortunately mate you had him on skates again 
and you didn't get the chance to fucking leave him frozen because the goddamn fucking bell went. All you needed was three, four, five more seconds. He closes that fight. It's a round one finish, and the whole world is different. We're living in a different timeline. Adesanya's got power. Jeez, he's knocked out Pereira. He doesn't have power, this guy. That's what – oh, jeez, he's got power. Oh, wow. And then, like, we see him take him down in the third round. A bit of fucking wrestling from the big fella. He just controls him the whole round. It's just a clinic. He's 3-1 up after four. 3-1 It's just, I tell you what, I've never seen anything in life, in any sport, where a man has basically got to the point where he should have beaten, he could have beaten, I won't say should, could have beaten this man three straight times, but unfortunately (laughs) is actually 0-3. It's unfathomable. And it must be eating him up. Like, I know he's come out and he's been good. He's actually, I think, handled it quite well and given the the credit where it credit's due. But deep down, when he goes to sleep, it must be eating him alive to know that, like, fuck me, I should have beaten him. Mako Shark, I will say to you, you know I'm not his biggest fan, but I reckon that was up until that last round, that was his. That was a career best performance. He beat that bloke in all strike, outstriking him. He was out kickboxing him. He was out wrestling him. He was getting out the way of his one. He's only got. He's a one trick pony. This bloke, by the way, too. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna call him a phony. It's a phony. This guy. No, he's a phony. I'm not a Pereira. He's a phony. I'll tell you right Michael now. If, if Whitaker fought this bloke next weekend, Whitaker would spifflicate him. Fucking spifflicate him. He hasn't got the mental demons of Izzy. He would take him down and absolutely just obliterate him in all facets. All facets. He's got one punch, a left hook, Mako. Mm-hmm. A left hook. That's all he's got. Yep. He's a big, yep. stiff zombie guy who stands upright and he walks forward. All mm-hmm. big head. Whitaker would do. Big head. Whitaker would just wait for him to throw mm-hmm. some sort of silly shot, bang, down. And if Adesanya can keep him down, I guarantee you right now, Whitaker can keep him down. And without the mental demons, it would be a spifflication, Mako Shark. That's what I will say to you first and foremost. Secondly... I don't know what's going on in the Adesanya camp, but Christ Almighty, just implore him to stick and move, baby. Stick and move. He was flat-footed, backing up to a cage, and this big zombie guy, he actually looks a bit like Jaws out of fucking um, Golden, you know, the the Bond. bond. He's like walking towards him like a big fucking upright zombie guy throwing these wild left hooks and, like, Fuck me, he got him with one, but Jesus Christ! Like it took him five rounds, and he was being obliter- he was being obliterated. It was embarrassing almost for me. And I'm not even an Adesanya fan, but I was just I texted you and said, "Well, oh, well, another big hype guy comes in and can't actually land anything on him." It was just annoying, and I'm actually annoyed because I would have loved ten more <laughs> seconds in round one to see Adesanya actually cave him over. It would have been awesome mm. because. Oh. I don't like to be hype guys, Mako. They don't do it for me. You know they don't do it for me. I'm all about class, and I'm all about the, the, the you know the 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 long winded guys. And I would have just loved him to ice him in round one. It would have just been so good. And anyone, Mako, that's out there on the keyboard, anyone, you want a keyboard potting the bloke, you can yeah. actually eat a penis, in my opinion. Everyone, mate, he's come out and gone on every interview, including the fucking post fight interview. In a beautiful coat, I must say. Got it off Kramer. Huge coat. Cosmo. Beautiful coat. Love the coat. And he's he's taken it head on like an absolute champion. He's a he's a he's a wonderful uh, asset to that business and that company. He had he's not with it, he doesn't have to be doing any of that maker. He could have just Mm-mm. disappeared for six months. And I tell you, if you want to bag him, 
have a good hard look at yourself because he's fucking he's done things in that division that we probably will maybe won't ever see again. A man dominate and spifflicate. Wow, he got caught with a couple of punches in the fifth round in the twenty fourth and a half minute. In a 25-minute fight, basically, 24 minutes out of 25, he was dominant. So as I'm not a big fan, but fuck me. Have respect for him and just shut the fuck up, and he'll come back and he'll probably beat him, and you'll all forget about this guy. I reckon this guy will disappear really quickly, Pereira. He's old. He's 36 next year. He's an old man. And I reckon if it's not against Adesanya, it's against Knuckles because he's a phony. He's a phony. Well, look, as you mentioned, the internet is a cesspool of negativity, a cesspool of fucking despair. It's a bunch of people that are unhappy in their own lives, just wanting and waiting and praying to see people that are a lot better than them collapse and fall. That's what it is. People just want to see greatness fall, and that is what has happened here, and it's actually pathetic, some of the comments I've seen. This is a man who has achieved a lot of greatness, one of the best we've ever Mm -hmm. seen in the sport, who takes... On all comers, all challenges. All com- he didn't need to take this fight. He hasn't had to take a lot of the fights he's taken. He's fought three. He's a champion. He's, this is the third time he's fought in this calendar year. I read a stat that since he's fucking debuted in the company, he has like headlined like 24% of the company's pay-per-views or something like that. Just one man has nearly a quarter of all pay-per-views headlined him. Like it's absurd stats. During a pandemic, the man just fights and fights and fights. He doesn't fucking duck anyone. He doesn't have to take this fight. This bloke's come out of nowhere, had three fights, fought no competition. Israel could have said, no, I'm not fighting him. Fuck off. But no, he wants it. He's up. He wants all the smoke. And as you said, he lost. But up until that moment, it was one of his great performances. So it might sound silly, but... uh, And he's taken it on the chin. Yeah, right. The stoppage, maybe, he said. It's up in the air, the stoppage. I Look, at the time, I think the stoppage was fine. I'm not, I think it could be either way, 50-50. I could see in one way why you might want the fight to continue, let the champion go out on his shield and hit the deck. I'd also save him. But the on the other hand, too. you got to save him a little bit. He was getting smashed. On, watching it live, I had no problem with it. I thought, yeah, no, nah, it's over. Watching it on replay a little bit, you go, ooh, maybe they could have let it go. But no, nah, i got no problem with the stoppage. I don't think Israel has a problem with the stoppage at all either. He said, i got no, no problem with Mark Goddard. But in his own mind, he felt, I'm still good. I'm still coherent. I'm still with it. Let me bang, baby. So in his mind, I get it. But, mate, he, he's a class act for mine. I've watched him on a lot. I'm a big fan. I've watched him on the uh, Andrew Schultz podcast. That was a great podcast. Very funny. They had a laugh. He's actually he, he's taken it a lot better than I expected he would. Watched him on Ariel. Watched him in the post-fight. He's given a lot of credit to Alex. Uh, he's going to go back. He's going to heal up. And he'll come back, mate. He'll fight him again. Don't worry about that. And I can't wait for the fucking rematch. It's going to be big. big I agree, big mate. Okay. I agree. So shout it's out. Exciting. Shout out. He's a shout f- out to Israel. It's a big he shout out. And it's- more respect than Oregon he gets, mate. Everyone loves to see greatness fall. And they, they fucking snack on it like vultures, mate. Snacking at the oh, dead yeah. corpse of a zebra out in the Serengeti. I think it's embarrassing. And if you're out there like just loving it, just take a good hard look at yourself, mate, and see what you've achieved in your own life. Nothing would be the uh, nothing would be the uh, the answer there, mate. Go shake now quickly. Take us through a quick multi because Jesus Christ, we're uh, we're pushing it time wise this week. We are pushing. Holy! It. I, want a, I want the quickest Mako multi in the history. Yep. We talk too much on this pod. That's just completely obvious. We riff. to everyone at home. 
we're going to just go bang, bang, bang here. Multi this week, starting with Airman. I'm going to talk a little bit longer than I should. Jack Della, Madalena, he is back, baby. He is first up on the main card this Sunday, UFC Fight Night. Airman, friend of the pod, just wants all the smoke, going to come in. He's going to smash Danny Roberts's face in. And that is a that's a damn fact. That's a guarantee here on the pod, Matthew. I don't give him that often, but this week I'm giving you a goddamn guarantee. I'm calling first round finish. Put that in the multi. Mako Shark. Um, he's actually uh, he's what's that guy's name? He's fighting Danny Roberts. Well, Danny Roberts has got about as good as a good a chance as we do of getting our mate to share a fucking post. Yeah, no, yeah, Jackie Dell, we love you, friend of the pod, but fucking give us a share, please, sir. Jesus we just want to Christ, get it out to you ever seen a bloke No, not no, share. Jeez, anyway, I love him, but fuck, just give the boys a go. Anyway, um, what what else there? We push on. We push on. Next fight: Muslim Salehov versus a uh, what's the opposite of a friend of the pod, Matthew? An enemy of the pod? Enemy of the pod. Because that's Andre Fialo, enemy of the pod. We don't like you. You uh, were a prick to our man, Jake Matthews. He knocked you the fuck out. You don't deserve our respect because uh, I'm pretty sure you did something shit to him. I can't remember what it was, but he doesn't like you. So if he doesn't like you, we don't like you. Fuck no, off. no, he said uh, he was saying that like, it was all bullshit. Like it was a, uh, there was a bad stoppage and all that sort of stuff. Something so about the, yes, not good. Fuck off, Fialo. Yeah. You stink. Yep. Yeah. So in. Pie. Yep. In. Then we've got Chase Sherman versus Waldo Cortez Acosta. Where's Waldo? I'll tell you where he is in the multi. Uh, Waldo's in, Mako Shark. Love it. Heavyweight banger. 8 0 up against Chase Sherman. I think uh, Waldo's the man, baby. Put him in. Yeah, then we've got Ayan Kutalaba versus Kennedy and Zechaku. Hard yep. fight to pick, right? Hard fight to pick. I just think in Zechaku is the man. To win this one, I like Kennedy and Zechaku. Yeah, Kennedy and Zechaku. I just look back to his fight up against our man Carlos Ulberg in Ulberg's debut. Ulberg just went fucking ballistic on him, punched him to shit, but he's got some sort of granite head, didn't drop, outlasted. He gassed out Ulberg and ended up winning. So if he can do yep. that to our man, the sex bag, he can do it to Ayan Kutalaba. Correct. What do you got for me? And then we push on, Matthew, just quickly in the main event the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, up against the Big Spiv. The Big Spiv. Now, we're Big Spiv guys, and Derek Lewis is the fucking rank outsider. Is that true, is it? I was just assuming it'd be two dollars eighty one against the Big Spiv, $1.37. Fuck. Yeah, I think the Big Spiv's Spiv. half good, but I, I reckon these are the sort of fights he just demolishes normally, isn't it? But the Big Spiv. Black Beast has lost three of his last four. He's lost to Sergei Pavlovich, two Ivasa. Beat Chris Dorcas and then lost to Cyril Garn. So, yeah, interesting that Spivak's a red hot favourite. So Spivak's six and three in the UF. He's on a bit of a tear. He's beaten Elgasto Sakai. He's beaten Greg Hardy, Olenek, and Vander. I just think we love the big Lewis. Spiv, but you got to go the mm. Black Beast, don't you? So you Especially go back. You go Black Beast for uh, three dollars seventy knockout too. You're not taking him on points. Oof, sure to God, you don't take him on. Nah, five round points. Fuck that off. Go KO. Well, that multi, Sorry, my good friend. Well, we like the big spiv. That multi's a twenty bucker. Put twenty five, and you're getting four seventy eight. Beautiful, beautiful return. Great, quick, short, sharp Great multi return. brought to you by Palmerbet, Australia's 
greatest punting agency. Now, Mako Shark, some boxing stuff coming up. But as we've gone to air and as we've started to pod, a little alert, you know, Facebook just had a little look. Now, great friend of the pod, two-time, two-time, two-time podcast champion with us, the head splitter, our boy. Oof, uh, yes, saw it. And his, and his beautiful wife have given birth. Have you seen Greatness. the name, Mako Shark? Evander Blair yes. Latou Hardman. Yep. And I tell you what, I love what a little it. superstar. Evander. And a big congratulations to both. Shout out. Because we love we love uh, the head splitter. Haven't had the uh, pleasure to meet his beautiful wife, but we will congratulate and hopefully meet one day, Mako. But I'm just telling you, He's that lovely. Is, that's a superstar in waiting, young Evander. And, uh, and a big, 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 big shout out to that family. Fantastic family, Absolutely. gorgeous family. It's exciting too because that's another listener. That's another potential listener to the pod. So shout Getting out the to him. That's gonna be, uh, that kid's going to be a lucky child, going to be uh, not short of love in that household. So congrats. Absolutely. Now quickly, give me a quick Aussie boxing uh, wrap-up from the weekend. We had two friends of the uh, the pod two make a shark pod. having fight before we sort of uh, finish up. Was there a couple of victories, albeit couple of strange? Victories. Yeah, it was an entertaining mm. sort of week for the friends of the pod. Our man, ben, Benny Marnie, just ran mm. through his opponent there at Infliction on Friday night. To be expected, we knew he would. Just doesn't doesn't put a foot wrong, our man, Benny Marnie. felt an awkward scene in the highlights, I tell you. Oof. Look, it was a mismatch, but sometimes, you know, when blokes don't want the smoke, you have to fight who's willing to fight you. And that's just what he did, mate. He got the job done. He's professional. He went in there, executed, got him out in the first round. Terrific win. You can only beat who's in front of you, Matthew. And now he moves on. 2023 is his year. Head overseas. Fuck fuck the rest of them here. No one wants to fight him here. He'll find someone over there that wants to fight him. So good on Ben Marnie. That was a great, great performance from a great friend of the pod. And the spark plug. Oof. Our man, the electrician, Stevie Spark, on the big stage. Heading over to the US of A on a matchroom card up against Love. And didn't we love to – or actually didn't love to see what happened. It was an absolute fucking shit show what happened, wasn't it? Shit show. Dropped him, though. Stevie Spark looked the goods, got the better of him, dropped him in the second round with a good shot, was getting on top, was winning that fight for mine. All all signs pointing to him winning that fight by a long, long way. All of a sudden, old mate didn't like what was happening, did he? Took it upon himself. A bit of Royal Rumble sort of work. A bit of WWF. <laughs> Threw him right out of there. Just picked him, sort of just picked him up and threw him out of the ring. Nearly broke our man, the electrician's neck. Ah, bye bye was what happened. And the, uh, he stuck it. The electrician fucking stuck it and just said, Thank God he's athletic. Our man, Stevie Spark, just fucking landed on his feet. Didn't raise a fucking sweat. But DQ, can't do that in this sport. Cannot do that. Absolutely ridiculous. He got DQ'd. Our man, Stevie Spark, gets the win in prime time. On Matchroom, Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn sort of stuff. I liked it a lot. Eddie, Spark, Eddie Hearn light, shocking beer. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible beer, the Eddie Hearn. So, yeah, good on hey, him. Mate, Another friend uh, of the pod doing great things. Um, just one more for you before we um, pump up the big hex. I want to give a big pump up. Have you, there's a local fucking sports management company, ARC, that have gone big this week. Oh, have yeah, you seen... I'll give you some names. Liam Wilson. Okay, keep going down. Dara Foley. 
Mako Shark. Yes. Isaac, the head splitter Hardman. Uh, Dennis Hogan. Lucas yep. Big Daddy Brown. I think yep. no. No? No. 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 He's fighting Sorry. the next man. Ah, Goodall. Correct. Benny Hussain. Oh, hype beast. Big Joey Goodall. They've got yep. they've gone like they're like the fucking this is like Vince. They've just come in and scooped up the, the talent. This is a fucking a talent fuck, pool. It's a talent they pool. They have it's gone. Deep, deep there's more too. There's more, but I you know, we don't want to keep going. But like well done to them. And it's good we to see some them. of these guys land with people that have got the uh the right uh the right means at heart there, Mako, because you know, this it's a it's a it's a it's a scarce place for people with goodwill. From what we've noticed, dog and dog I tell you, oh, it's a shocker. It's one of the worst. And you come to get so many friends people. of our pod and to get people with people that are there for the right reason, it's fantastic and only good for the sport of boxing maker. Sure is. Shout out to them, actually, Ark. Ark Sports Management. Give them a plug. Stevie Scanlon, the Red Hef. Love that bloke. He's a good man if you're listening. I have to get the Ark boys on. We should do an we'll Ark. get them on, mate. We'll a, yeah, yeah, get yeah, both yeah, on. Yeah. Do a little Julie boy with them. Tell us about They're the all motivation and how all because that's a that's a that's a fucking that's a that's a well planned attack. They've gone and scooped up. It's a it's a, it's a classic scoop up, mate. They're old fashioned scoop I'd up, love, mate. They're trawling. I'd love the to know how they've gone about pulling it. up talent. That's what they're doing. They're just well, one of those fucking trawlers that just pulls in everything. The seals and the sharks and the the, the turtles. They all just get dragged in. That's what's happening here. They're just pulling the in the scanny. Talent. Let's get the scan on and the red half. Let's get them on. Matter of time. It's just a matter of time at this point. Mako, before we go, just quickly, where are we going to be Friday night? Who are we going to be with and what are you going to be doing? Well, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'll be doing what you're doing. But uh, You're going to be doing a spell-off against the Kuyar Koolabau is what you'll be doing at Hex Fight Series at the Melbourne Pavilion and who the footballers will be there. That's what you were supposed to say. Oops. I've got to start preparing my throat. Your larynx. Relaxing the gag reflex. I just got to start sculling because that's yeah. I'm up. I'm up for a big challenge, Matthew Hex Melbourne Pavilion Friday, 18th of November. So that'll be tomorrow night. If you're listening yeah. to this podcast on release, big event. Hex, one of Australia's great MMA talent. Uh, what would you call it? Promotions. One of the oldest yeah. and best in the country, and they are coming back with a vengeance. It's a big card. Our man Genghis Khan who we tried to do a live with, if anyone out there. We, Apologies. Uh, technology really fucked us on Sunday night. We won't it's talk a about it. Job. Big Our man job. Genghis Khan's going to be out there smashing blokes. It's just a it's a hell of a card. It's, it's top to bottom. It's talent. There's a few tickets left. General admin, get on there. Get down there. Come see the boys. We'll be there. Josh Coolabow will be there. Jim Crude will be there. Firejack will be there. Sam Gricko will be there. They're all there. It's going to be huge. I'm excited. As am I, Mako Shark, and I'm excited to have done another blistering, polarising, powerful episode with your great self. Great tank, great episode, great guest. Love him, love you, love all the listeners. Please rate and review. Come up to us at Hex, at the Pavilion. We'll buy you a beer, five stars, do some sharing, get around all the friends of the pod, get your tickets to go to Perth, get on the Anzac Multi. Anything else I've missed, I don't care. Love everybody. I'll see you, Mako. Take us out. Do all of those things and one more bloody movie. Who the fuck is that guy?